everyone. Welcome back. It's the old MCU crew. Jesse's dancing. He's, he's dancing. We all look real haggard today. Do we? <laughs> I think bronze looks great. What are you talking about? I, I'm reflecting mostly myself. Okay. I feel like how I look. Just a mess. I don't, you look I fine. Woke up it's, five minutes before the stream, so I'm not even going to front. You know? Yeah. I'm still working on I, fixing my sleeping schedule. I mean, that's a, it's a tough thing for sure. It's a tough thing. I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. Jesse, did you wake up five minutes before? Uh, 30 minutes before actually. Thank okay. you very much. Right. And, um, I set my alarm for an hour and a half before that, but, uh, Hey, guess what? Didn't go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, AM phone died is not PM. PM. A rookie mistake. I don't, I don't know why mm-hmm. I put PM. But apparently 7 p.m. is when my alarm is going to. So here's the good news. I didn't sleep through the entire day. Well, that's good. That's good. Where are you f- sitting, though, Jesse? Oh, um, well, this is this is the new timeline as a as variant Jesse. This is my new office. Wow. No, uh, I'm at home. This is my this is this is my this is my home, my lovely apartment, uh, except for some reason there is I moved. Look, I set up this the other day i set okay. this up the other day is that a record player required I, it is Ooh. there's gonna be stuff in there get ready Classy. and then I set up i had to move this piece over here so i could get rid of it okay and then i just never did and then i was like too, i was at the office too much and then i lost my car and then look it's been a week you Barry lost and your Jesse's car. life has been yeah, the, the 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 L.A. County garbage men and their giant garbage truck, when they went to go empty garbage, I guess some of it flew out and slammed into the rear window of my car, shattering it. So, um, yeah, I have that's uh, getting repaired right now. So I don't have a car. So I've been walking everywhere. Thankfully, I can like walk. Right, I think I got these legs. Thankfully, and so it hasn't been an issue, but it's just been like a pain. So there's no way I could get to the office today in time to record at the office. So I had to come. So I had to stay here. And then when we're done here, then I'll go to the office. So you didn't misplace your car. You just had to subtract it from your daily equation. It has of... been removed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. From your inventory. Yeah. I thought yeah. you like, you know. No, I'm just, just a forgot where your today. car was. Just, uh, you need just to, the like... timelines changed. There's a when giant statue out, back there. You have to make sure your car is saved in a garage. Otherwise, when you log back in, there's no guarantees on. It was my favorite stuff. too. Now I got to go steal some. The poor guy just trying to get to work in his little. Yeah, you got to punch know, him in the face and steal his car. Yeah, man, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, punch mm-hmm. it's hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know how in like Grand Theft Auto, like you could like yeah. eat a bunch. And then, like, your guy would be like, oh, I got to work out, man. That's me. I'm the guy who didn't do the workout parts, but he's like, oh, there's a pizza over there? Nice. So, yeah. Oof, that's going to be rough. I guess I'll steal someone's bike instead. You just uncovered a memory for me of playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, San Andreas. Getting super shredded. And then the girl I was trying to date was in the Chubby Guys. 
Well, well, well. Then I well, had to... well, 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 well. Wait, in-game? Team Jesse. They had that? Go San Andreas? Yeah. They had, like, preferences. And the girl I was trying to date was like, nah, I don't like these ripped guys. And I was like, I... But then I kept naturally just getting ripped from, like, running everywhere and stuff like that. I just kept losing weight. And I was like, if only I had this problem in real life. Mm. It's like, ah, I just... I just can't keep this weight on. What? Sorry, I was feeling myself. <laughs> it happens for for uh, podcast listeners. You're really missing out here. Is all I'll say. I got. Uh, yeah. We had to go to a different scene. Jesse had to be taken out of the the shot for a bit. You know, it was uh, it was a little X-rated. X-rated. Jesse had to be taken out of the shot. Yeah. Jesse should have been the whole shot. I just feel like this is very intimate. Like we're in your home. Yeah, it's it's a great shot. I've uh, I was sent a friend sent me mints from like some Scandinavian country. If like you want to know what's on my my little uh, living room table of delicious mints, are they mints of Uh, dead fish? Just like no, they're just like mints, but they're like the Queen's mints or something like that. And uh, you know, I put them there. Sure. For when for when it's time to smooch. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You got to be ready at a moment's notice. With the, Why don't you the believe that, Bronze? Fish. Why don't you believe that, Bronze? Why are you looking at me like you don't believe that? Are you saying I, I just keep around? It's not that I don't believe that, but like if you pop, I don't know. I feel like you're like showing your hand. You do that. My hand? You, my, my Yeah. If, if, if a dude leaned over and grabbed a mint, I would be like, somebody's feeling confident. Now I kind of, nah, now it's, it's like that Pengu meme. Now I don't want to. No, Somebody's I feeling they, a little confident. Truth, How do you know that's the way this is gonna go? I mean, if you want the honest truth, they have been there since I'm gonna say you moved in 2017. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's they're just mints, and I I offer them to people, and people are like, nah. I'm like, all right, well, I'll leave them there for if anyone wants them because I'm trying to be a good host. But yeah, no, I'm not like, look, if we smooching, you getting like garlic breath or something i'll be like yeah <laughs> you want onions with that girl <laughs> gross nasty <laughs> awful bad times mm-hmm. yeah yeah i kind of wish those were dead fish mints now so that that would just like who would make dead fish mints scandinavians <laughs> i don't They'd find something. To an entire part of the world. <laughs> They'd probably be like, like we haven't to- tried that yet. We should probably try that. <laughs> Somewhere. I only apologize to all the Scandinavian nations for the incident. No, they're all the saying, like, JP's not wrong. We should try that. You know, that's, that's all. Uh, what do you think the fishermen's uh, meant up for to fit with other fishermen? Right? If they've got clean tic-tac breath, you're not allowed on the boat. I guarantee someone's like, we already have that. It's called menthol fishing. It's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If not, I think we should uh, we should go into business with the menthol fishing. Mm -hmm. That should be the next. Yeah, yeah, that's the next thing. That's the next thing. Anyways, let's talk MCU news for a bit, and then we'll jump into the uh, finale of that old Loki show. Uh, which I think we're all, I, I have not actually, I saw a couple of tweets from bronze. I talked with Jesse about it briefly. 
So I, I think we're all on the same wavelength. I'm very interested. I said to I see. wasn't going to talk about it till this show. I've been very good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it here soon. Uh, we got to get the new stuff out of the way. Uh, the biggest bit of news for the MCU or for Marvel Studios is kind of quite, it's weird and maybe a little bit reflective of uh, the year 2020 when it comes to the entertainment industry because Marvel Studios has made history with 28 nominations for the Emmys for WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. One of the most uh, absurd, perhaps, maybe deserved, but also a little bit odd, uh, is that Don Cheadle is up for a Emmy for his two minutes in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I have thoughts on this. As an MCU fan, they're not good thoughts. It reeks of of Disney forking over cash to get nominations for Disney Plus. Yes. Like, for just, like, Disney Plus is a place you want to be because we have nominated shows. That's all it seems like to me, but... I definitely get a little bit about that. A little bit about that. Uh, here is uh, Don Cheadle's tweet about the subject. Uh, he says, thanks, well-wishers, sorry, haters, agreed, don't-knowers. I don't really get it either, but here on we go. <laughs> so he's a little confused about the whole thing. But, yeah. You know, good for him, I guess. I, I don't, like... I'm not saying he wasn't bad. It was just two minutes, <laughs> which is a little strange. Um, yeah, it wasn't the, like those two minutes were like profound acting choices. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that's what he did. He showed up and like said a few lines and was like, all right, I'm still in the yeah. MCU. Bye, everyone. To, to yeah, be I fair. I like Don Cheadle, but yeah. he just walked through a hall. And there was... Yeah. It's a little strange. Though, to be fair, the category is guest actor in a drama series. But that's like people, the people who used to win those would be like the the baddie of the week on Law and Order, who was like, I didn't kill them. You'll never forget. I didn't. Like the guy like really acted. And Don Cheadle was like, yes, I'm still in the MCU. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, WandaVision was, uh, the, the front runner here with 23 Emmy nominations. Uh, I, I guess I could read all these if, if you want me to, uh, outstanding limited series, outstanding lead actress in a limited series, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, outstanding lead actor in a limited series, Paul Bettany, outstanding supporting actress in a limited, limited series. This is going to get old. Catherine Hahn, uh, outstanding directing uh, for a limited series, outstanding writing for a limited limity series. This is why these award shows go on for eight hours. Because they just have to read this, or because there's so many categories. It's just because, well, there's so there's you know there's like lead actress, lead actor, and then there's like lead actress, lead actor, comedy, and then drama, right. limited series. Like you know, just like they keep coming with new awards, and I get it because everyone loves an award. Mm. I do everything I do for awards. That's like how I live. But, but. It makes for a lot. Sorry, some of these I'm just laughing at. Like which one? Outstanding period and or character makeup. Like, are they talking about vision specifically? Um. Well, it's a, it says non-prosthetic. I, I would think that that's maybe like the first two or three episodes. Well, I think one is outstanding period and or character hairstyle is probably vision. But then... Outstanding period or character hair uh, or makeup 
non prosthetic is probably like the different generations looks of or whatever. Wanda. Yeah, probably. Uh, original music and lyrics, Agatha all along. So that got a nod. Uh, outstanding original main title theme music. Couldn't tell you what the WandaVision. Wasn't it just. Wasn't it different every episode? There was an end credit. Well, this is main, main title theme, theme though. With the, it, I don't even, I don't still... even remember it. The Loki one ha- has been fabulous, but I don't remember the WandaVision one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was variations all on the same theme. I guess that's true. Um, sound editing, sound mixing, special visual effects, music supervision. Uh, here's a long category. Outstanding single single camera picture editing for a limited or anthology series or movie. Mm. I got two nods for that. Outstanding fantasy slash sci-fi costumes. Outstanding I would say casting. that yeah. based on how I know Academy stuff goes, uh-huh. they aren't going to win any of the first like 20. And it's going to be like sound editing, visual design. Those are the things they'll win. Right. For sure. Or special effects. That's like Marvel's. If anything, I feel like they're competing with themselves. I I wonder if Loki is also like, you know, limited anthology sound editing, sound mixing, visual design. I think the cutoff date is like Loki will have to Ah. be there for next year, essentially. Um, uh, Was. Okay, so Don Cheadle was the only actor nom from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It looks like they're not competing at all with one another. Was sound editing up here? Oh, no. So that's sound editing for a limited or anthology series. And this is sound editing for a comedy or drama series. So they made sure to not compete with one another. <laughs> I love that they put all their eggs in the Wanda basket. They were like, look, Falcon, it was a show. <laughs> Here's your five. Enjoy. Yeah. It's a little silly. But we'll see what happens. The uh, when when are the Emmys happening? Oh, they don't even promote when it's happening. You should know. You should just. Know. It should be in the ethos. Uh, it's that oh. important. Uh, September nineteenth at five p.m. Pacific, eight p.m. Eastern. Hosted by Cedric the Entertainer. What? <laughs> you know. The famous host, Cedric, the entertainer. Has he done a lot of hosting before? What? I mean, awesome for Cedric, the entertainer. I'm, I honest to God, haven't heard that name in like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. He was in, uh, he was one of the, was he one of the mad kings of comedy or whatever that, that show was called? Just the kings of comedy? The kings of comedy. The mad kings of comedy. mad kings of comedy is like some weird Right, right. Alt king version George of it. was there. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is a king of comedy. Okay, that's where I know the name from. <laughs> the Mad Kings of Comedy. I don't know why I called it that. <laughs> what was that, Bronze? You're at a loss for words. I said I have become lost in your words. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> the Mad Kings of Comedy. I can't believe that. <laughs> it's really funny to me. I don't know why. I don't know why. The Mad Kings of Comedy. The Mad Kings. It's just Thanos and a bunch of other <laughs> random kings. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah. But this time they're funny. True. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, 
What is this? Trying to find where the actual thing is here. Uh, The direct.com has stated that Marvel has confirmed that Catherine Hans, Agatha, will return to the MCU. But I'm trying to figure out exactly where. Uh, Marvel Studios president Kevin, uh, is it, it's Faggy, right? That's how you pronounce that. I always, I always mess this one up. I think it's Faggy. Um, spoke with Rotten Tomatoes about a potential return for Catherine Hans, Agatha Harkness after her debut in the 2021's WandaVision. When asked when fans can expect to see Han again, uh, Faggy revealed that it will be quote someday soon, not giving any specifics. The MCU's top executive admitted that her comeback can't come soon enough. Is that a, maybe that's a confirmation? Why don't the, why don't they just say that she's going to be in Doctor Strange too? Right? Like, why don't they just come out and say that she's going to be in the Multiverse of Madness? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if you're looking for confirmation for me. I don't, I could, I could have zero guesses. Yeah. Zero guesses. Yeah. I, I, while you were saying that, I was like, what are the other Marvel TV shows coming? We'll look at that soon. We got an updated calendar. We can we could definitely because t- uh, I wonder if it's check a look easier at that. to slip her into that than like explain who she is in a movie if that makes any sense. Right, have to you have to reintroduce the character her, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know though. She like Marvel does a good job, or the Marvel community does a pretty good job of like making the meme go outside the show, so even it like it permeates pop culture. So I think people know who she is without watching the show somewhat loosely. But I mean, they'll I probably guess, reintroduce but it. it. Seems, yeah, I mean, they'd have to. They'd have to reintroduce her at some level. I mean, they, they even look. My theory of how they do the TV show still continues. They The last episode of Loki proved proved the point. Yeah. So I, I think that, um, I don't know. She seems like probably a better... I don't know if it's better. I love to see her everywhere, but I feel like it seems like she's an easier, um, like insert point into other shows. If that makes any sense, sure. If she can just show up in other TV shows, people are like, oh, I know who that is, without having to be a lot of like. Now in the movie, Doctor Strange and Wanda need to like we got to go get someone. Ah, yes, Agatha. And if you're just a movie person, if you're like my, you know, my dad or whatever, he's like, who's that? What is that lady? What's she doing? What's she doing? (laughs) What is that? And my mom would be like, well, she was a witch on a TV show. I'd be like, this is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Look, it's, it's going to get, uh, I've, we're getting to a point now, especially with what happened recently that I feel like most people are going to be like, this is dumb, right? You're either going to have people that buy in or people that are just like, this is, this is straight silly. But we'll get to that in just a sec. Uh, last bit of news, and we'll take a look at the updated uh, calendar. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy star Karen uh, Gillian wants to continue with the MCU after the third film. Uh, she has said, uh, quote, I love my character so much. I'm sort of obsessed with her. I just get such a kick out of playing a character that's uh, really removed from myself. But I also feel really emotionally invested in her through everything that she's gone through uh, with Thanos and all of that. So I would love to continue the journey of the character. I don't know what that would really look like without James or Dave, but I really like playing her, so I'm not eager to finish. I think she could stick around. She could definitely pop up in the cosmic world, right? Like, they're not just going to stop making Marvel movies about space. That's like the next frontier, you know? Mm -hmm. That's where Marvel's headed. 
uh, in a lot of ways. Um, so she'll pop back up, I would think. Even if she's just like the liaison from like Earth MCU to space to cosmic MCU, right? If she just like walks into scenes and explains what the fuck is going on, she'd still be worthwhile for that. So like Space Maria Hill? Yes, exactly that. Space Maria Hill. 100%. Although, isn't Maria Hill in space now? I was about to say, I was going to say like normal Maria Hill, but then I realized, have we actually seen Maria Hill? No. The, like actual yeah, like actual Maria Hill. What do you mean? In a while? I can't think of the last time was maybe her snapping. Um Maybe it was she anywhere in Endgame? No. And the Maria Hill that maybe she was standing near She was at the she was at what? the funeral. But again. Again. Question. <clears throat> again. Was that a scroll? <laughs> what are the rules anymore right because the last time we saw them they were like you're all, oh i'm an alien now and you're like well i mean okay that's gonna be the running question i think in the next throughout all phase four is, is like is that a scroll yeah. right well the snap provides the perfect cover that's like the great part about it is it just provides the perfect cover of like oh 50 of the pop got snapped and i'm back i'm one of the ones that came back and it's like what are you gonna do? Do a head count and see if it? If, I don't know how to describe it. Like, how yeah. do you know who actually died? Yeah, that's true. I, I'm sure. I think people died. Died, right? I don't know how to describe it. Well, in, in a lot of ways, like a scroll is just uh, like super serum soldier, right? So, like, that's kind of the basis, the baseline for being a superhero. <laughs> I mean, this, MCU, is one of those so. ex- this is like a thought experiment that we don't want to have with comic book movies, right? Like right. the idea of, okay, so let's say you're on a plane and you get snapped. The pilot gets snapped too. The plane crashes. When you come back, where do you come back to? Midair? Yeah. That's no good. The wreckage of the plane crash? Well, that's a, like, what are the rules? And so... There's certainly a lot of like, oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, because they never really explained the return. I mean, they kind of showed what happened, the chaos right. that occurred in WandaVision, but they never really, like, where do the, the people like pop back right where they were? Yeah. Or, like, around where they were? The most or, like, we got was convenient for them. The most <laughs> like, we got was like, everyone came back safely. That was the most I think, yeah. like the Russo brothers said, but or, or that, was the, be, that was the wish. Yeah. But there oh, because still be situations where people who didn't get snapped died because, so like for example, let's say oh, we're doing it. You're undergoing heart surgery. Yes. And your surgeon gets snapped. You're yep. dying. But here's the caveat: Hulk wished for everyone to be returned safely. Uh but. But Tony Stark told him, do not. Yeah, Tony Stark told him, I like keep it the way it is, though. The last five years, like, I mean, I can't lose my kid. That that was the Russo brothers. That was not me taking what was said in the movie to fit this narrative. The Russo brothers said Hulk wished for everyone to be safety, uh, to return safely. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) But he's talking specifically about those who were snapped. Anyone else who was like, you know, I've always look. 
if you saw the world during that time period, everyone was depressed as hell. Mm. I, you can't tell me that there weren't people who killed themselves during this time period. And you can't tell me that then other people snap back to find out that like their loved one is dead and it's cause they thought they were gone. Like I'm just saying it would be the world would be chaos for a long time. 100%. There would be a lot more than just like, this, this is a housing crisis. It would be yeah, I mean, way worse. There would be like a, there'd be like a terrorist group that would like kind of have a message and kind of have a thought process and stuff. And then well, they wouldn't would just, really, yeah, they, they wouldn't really have one. It would just kind of teeter out. There'd be a whole show about it, but you know, right, right, right. Yeah. And then the end, it would take one good speech to wrap the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's how you should probably deal with it. Yeah. Bronze, right. I cut you off earlier. Do you remember what you were going to say? I apologize. Well, oh no, no, no. Jesse covered it. That was that okay. was kind of my point. Was like, you know, um, like if your pilot gets snapped and your plane crashes, your pilot will come back safely, but all the people that died on the plane are still dead. Or if you're like getting sure. surgery and your surgeon gets snapped, your surgeon will come back safely, but you still died on the operating table. So like how there I I have one hundred percent my heart believe there were a lot of people who probably died during the blip. Yeah, it's just such a period of pandemonium. It could be a entire, uh, like story arc, right? Of that being revealed down the line, where the scrolls probably just like inserted themselves into society in a lot of ways. Um, and we're getting a full on show with secret invasion, right? So like, there's going to be something with that eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> And we'll just have to see. So it's like the it's the perfect cover. Let's say, you know, uh, somebody dies during the because they showed it when when Nick Fury is like when the snap happens. There is like oh, there's like a helicopter in going into a skyscraper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like literal chaos. None of that got undone. We just brought back the people who were snapped. So it stands to reason it would be very easy for a scroll to come in and take the place of someone who died during all of that chaos and just be like, Oh, I was, I was snapped away and now I'm back. Right. I didn't die in a car accident. I'm, you know, it, it's, uh, eventually they're going to have to address that more so than what they already have. Right. Cause like, we don't know the timeline in terms of when Shang Chi is happening. Um, a lot of people have, have, uh, thought that that is happening uh pre the return pre end game which is why wong is fighting abomination um or that that could also be a different uh like multiverse type situation um so i that's that's weird um i guess like maybe hawkeye could could potentially address that hawkeye's get hawkeye's gonna be the one to solve the whole problem well he's not gonna solve it but they're gonna address the like oh no the world is actually like real fucked this is this is how this is why because even like winners uh or, or falcon and the winter soldier didn't necessarily address they addressed like a thing about that and kind of showed the the falling out uh of everyone returning but i don't know i don't know if we're ever if we're ever gonna get a full-on like this is actually what happened. I don't know where you I mean, cover it, that. It is interesting that the bonus scene of uh, Black Widow is 
basically saying that the world is currently unaware of what the Avengers did to save the world. Oh, with yet at the same time. Sure. Yet at the same time, there's like art everywhere of Iron Man being like, we miss you, bro. And so I'm really like, you know, like the whole premise is like, you got to go kill Clint because he he's the one who killed Natasha. But it's like, wouldn't that story be out there? That, like she gave her life to save. There'd be world. some sort of propaganda, right? Like someone would right? try to use wouldn't that. There, yeah. Wouldn't someone be talking about that? And says like, this is the guy you got to go kill him. It's like, wait, I'd be like, lady, do you read the newspapers? What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm, I'm ready for the whole like, it well, wasn't me. Who killed her? It's also it herself. It's, it's also like, I want to see a conversation in the next Spider-Man movie of like some street vendor talking about how much of an asshole Thanos is, right? <laughs> like, and just be dick. like, Thanos just killed half the, the half the universe. You know, that guy's fucked up. <laughs> right? Like they would be, they'd be saying something about him. There goes half my customers. What a rough five years that was, eh? (laughs) They got to say, like, they got to, I don't know. They have to know something happened, right, for half the population just to get blipped. That doesn't go not explained, right, for the general population. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine if one day our show is so relevant, that's us, like, we are the references, the MCU crew being like, Mm. so this Thanos guy has blipped away half of the universe. There goes half my subscribers. I mean, there'd be podcasts about that, right? Like, there would be be so much shit about it. Like, CNN would have a field day. Fox News would go crazy, right? Like, I would have And you know, there would be people like out there podcasts that are like, well, is is this now? Did it really happen? (laughs) And based off of like what the Captain or Captain America and Winter Soldier did, I would 100% believe that there would be people that are like, listen, before the snap, I couldn't afford a house in the Bay Area. Now, you know, all my problems are solved. Yeah. There would be those spicy takes on Twitter the, now. The government got rid the of former, half the population. It was it was just population killing. You know, we had to save the, the former planet. former owners are back, and they want to take their house back. But I've been in it for five years, so who house really is it? And that would be like a thing that would happen frequently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd love to just see Didn't that. They should get squatters rights. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Because the snap. I mean, the snap is like. I don't think anyone knows. You know. I guess that is the whole point of the plot that wasn't really going anywhere in Falcon Winter Soldier. They should just announce a show. That, weren't they like doing? Or maybe that got canceled. I thought that there was like an ABC show or something that was about the group that like cleans up after heroes and it was supposed to be like canonical but maybe that was a dc show and not a marvel show i don't know am i making that up chat or was that a real or that was canceled years ago oh okay apparently that's called damage control it was real there is um i mean we have some look into that world from the first spider-man movie right like right. we have some a little look, bit look into yeah, and so clearly it's going on, and clearly there are people who are part of that sort of group going around and contractors doing stuff. And, you know, if anything, it's making great supervillains. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm curious to see what they do with that stuff. But it feels like 
they have very quickly decided, like, we're not going to really talk about that much. And we're going to move on to a multiverse. And you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I cool. guess it would be a little bit too real. Um, anyways, here here is the updated uh, timeline that they, uh, is there a credit to who made this? I'm not seeing one. It, it was on, uh, it was on the Marvel Studios subreddit. Uh, I don't have a credit off the top of my head, but this is where we're headed. This is where we're going. Also, there's a there's a key here. We got if it's yellow, it's a movie. Meant... It's a Disney series. It's oh, green. It's man. Disney movie, Disney Plus movie. If it's pink, and if it's orange, uh, it's been released or has already aired. I thought I thought when you said updated timeline, I honestly thought you meant like because of the uh, the events of Loki. I was no. like, oh, is there like a timeline? You meant like for releases? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's impossible to know to see where we go. Yeah. But that's kind of where we're at uh, coming up. So I can't believe I I didn't realize Shang Chi was that soon. Yeah, that's soon. That's wild is is that getting a Disney Plus thing, or have they not said like how Black Widow had? I don't know. What's hmm. more interesting is that Miss Marvel is still late twenty twenty one with no information. They finished filming, or they were filming in New York recently. A couple of weeks back, we definitely covered that, but I don't remember if that was finished filming or I think it was the photos had leaked of her outfit is what happened. So I don't think they're finished filming yet. It is like it's crazy to think that, and maybe this is just because of 2020 being what it was, and uh maybe I've forgotten how Marvel advertises, but mm-hmm. I feel like we were inundated with WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki and Black Widow stuff for like ever. Yeah. And only recently they came out with like a really neat. What if trailer Shang-Chi had its trailer. Eternals had a trailer. There hasn't like, it wasn't like there hasn't been like a huge push for stuff. And then even, you know, December 17th, we haven't even had like a Spider-Man thing. Yeah, I really wonder when that's going to hit. I think that's definitely been the buzz recently on anytime there's anything about MCU that's trending, it immediately turns into, all right, this is the No Way Home trailer. <laughs> right? This is when they're going to drop it. Oh no, this is this is the they're going to drop it during the Olympics opening show. They're going to it's going to be blah 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 blah, right? Everyone's fiending for whatever that trailer looks like. Um mm-hmm. I think now that we're in post episode six of Loki, that they could potentially talk about things that may or may not be happening in that uh, film, and people wouldn't be like completely surprised. Um, or they might just like hold all of that closely guarded and not say anything about what, like, what is the 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 real thing going on in that film. Um, or they could also wait for Shang Chi, right? Of, of whatever happens there. I don't really know if we're going to, I feel like that movie's just going to be like an origin story movie, not trying to discredit it or anything, but I, I don't know if we're going to get any like MCU changing, uh, outcomes from, from that whole film, apart from maybe just a little bit of lore about like how it Probably all a lot works. of world building. Yeah. World for, building and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like definitely like Madripoor stuff and, and, you know, some of the more, uh, interesting elements of the what's the right word the earthly supernatural is that the right like you know 
the fact that like on earth there's crazy stuff and it isn't just in space like that kind of vibe yeah i don't know could be could be uh <clears throat> then if i uh scroll down here we can kind of see where everything else is going this is obviously the thing that i'm probably <laughs> the most hyped <laughs> for funny enough is the fantastic four stuff um yeah also just want to see what the hell this actually is uh with the guardians of the galaxy holiday special that's going to be a little wild and also maybe moon Knight because i think that could also be moon Knight's going to be like opening a completely different side of the mcu i feel ultimately so we'll see how that all goes wait what so is, is secret invasion is secret invasion a movie it's a disney plus show Gotcha. <clears throat> I believe. And uh, Ironheart is Disney Plus. All the rest of these are Disney Plus then. Anything with green over it is Disney Plus, yeah. Green uh, right. outlines. I'd be then, some, there's probably going to be some other stuff too that gets added to this over time, right? Loki Wait, we have two. to wait two years until Loki? Yeah. No way. Yeah. That is some Game of Thrones scheduling. <laughs> it was like the next season will be in five years I'm like what the hell is this just cryo freeze <laughs> me until then what is what do we even live for in the meantime deadpool right, three man what we we really did lose a year like yeah. the whole year is just gone yeah. you can definitely tell they're like cram it all in we got stories to tell eight things a year <laughs> it'll be Damn. interesting to see you know when when 2023 rolls around if people have hit because I think everyone, when uh, like even when Endgame came out, um, people were like, "All right, this is it. I, there's too much Marvel. I can't watch any more Marvel." And then because of COVID, they took like this giant break, and then WandaVision came back, and everyone's like, "I'm back in. This is great. I and mean, we need more movies. We need everything. We need it mm -hmm. all." But that's uh, honestly like so much. That's just an absurd amount of stuff uh, that's coming out between now and 2023. We'll see if it happens. I don't know. So does that mean the show is going to keep going from now until 2023? I get. I mean, I'm all. Yeah. Are you saying y'all want to hang out with me till 2023? I mean, I look bronze. I bronze doesn't speak for the show. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, right. I can easily be. You're right. You're <laughs> bronze speaks for herself and herself only. Mm. Obviously. Mm. We have ride, been approached by several Muppets to replace you. Hopefully it's one of the good ones. Hopefully it's not like one of those crappy Muppets. I don't know. What's the crappy Muppet? Yeah, what's, who's the crappy Muppet? You know, you know that, that one that looks like a tweaker? You know the one that's like Is a that tiny like, shrimp? No, though, like he looks like a shrimp. Oh, that's one of the best ones. I know. I'm blanking on his name, though. Oh, that's Pepe the King Prawn. He's going to replace me. He's so I think cool, but you just man. said he sucks. Yeah, I'm just jealous. <laughs> I think I think if if any if we got a Muppet that would replace Jesse, it would be Beaker. Beaker? Yeah. Yeah. Beaker? Yeah. yeah. What would he add to the conversation? I don't know. What, you're saying, you're saying like, meeps? Right? Yeah. You're saying that's like better. Be a bunch of meeps. I, I would want Gonzo to replace me. I would be. Uh, I would want Gonzo to take my spot. 
Bronze, who takes who takes your spot? Miss Piggy. I've been obsessed with her forever. Okay. All right. Oh, Kirby. I feel like she would have to yeah. be the host of the show then. I feel like the hosting <laughs> duties would go to Miss Miss Like she there's no way that she would agree to the contract. It wouldn't start that way, but it would it end, would up, end that up that way. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's accurate. She's so bossy. She would that's talk true. over everyone. That's true. And most of it would be about how she has a crush on some Marvel character. Loki, because you know? of all the green. Right. Yep. It would be oh, Loki. Oh, yeah. It would be yeah. Loki. Although. Oh, Luke, Loki. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's very good. It's very good. Good job. That's a really good impression. How long have you worked on your Miss Peggy? Or Miss Peggy. Miss Piggy. Jessica. Uh, I mean, long enough to to say "Oh, Loki," and that's pretty much it. That's that's the extent of my business. I feel like Jesse just sits there at his house in front of his uh, fish mints. They're on his coffee table, and he just he's like, "Miss Piggy meets Loki." What was that sound like? <laughs> you have there. you have no clue how almost accurate that is. I will walk around my house and just talk to myself. It's great. I got. I, I'm talking to no one but me, and so I always feel awkward because I will like, if anyone's over, I'll just be like in another room whistling, and people will be like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Just, just like whistle. whistling," and they're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like I'm not crazy. I just keep myself entertained. Yeah. So, you know, single child syndrome. I got to keep myself entertained. <laughs> Uh, before we jump into Loki episode six, did anyone, did that Simpsons thing happen? Did anyone watch that? The Loki like Simpsons crossover. Oh, I don't keep up with the Simpsons. It was called the good, the Bart and the Loki was the name of it. It was an animated short Uh. film based on the television series, the Simpsons, uh, with, Loki in it. Chat, did you? It was five minutes and it was really lame. Okay. I'm getting, you know, we're getting like mixed. People said it was all right. Thank People said it was entertaining. What was that, Bronze? I said, thank you, chat, for, you know, helping us stay on top of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I said it was all right. I, I too, have not watched The Simpsons episode. I haven't seen an episode of the Breeze and Simpsons in like 15 years, most likely. It's been a long, long time. It was like, yeah, what if the I, Simpsons were Avengers? That's kind of it. Oh, okay. The last, this, this just shows the last time I was really invested in the Simpsons versus when I last watched, mm-hmm. I forgot that like people age. So hearing all the voices oh, of God. new stuff yeah. versus old stuff is jarring because it's very obvious the same voice actor, but it's like, you know, a little raspier a little older and you're like i don't like this <laughs> you're like i don't, i want to go back to 1994 yeah yeah it's uh, weird yeah i i have not heard <clears throat> what homer sounds like but i've definitely read um things about dan castellanetta i guess is how i'll go with that name uh and his voice just getting deeper and deeper and deeper and being like a raspier homer over the years same thing with Marge. Same yeah. thing with all the other characters. Lisa. Everyone sound they just sound older because they are older. And it's you know it's it, the show's been going on for literally almost my entire life. Yeah, I think there's about I, ten I mean, years maybe great, where the show wasn't on. Yeah, that's some great job security. Yeah, totally. But I it's also like, like yeah. 
There's ne- there's never been anything like it where anyone it's ever gone on that long. And so you're you know watching these characters stay the exact same age, but the actors age up is wild. And so yeah, newer content is definitely for me. It's like you're so old now, Jesse. <laughs> is there? A, I'm like I remember watching this. I remember in sixth grade talking about the Simpsons and my social studies teacher being like, don't watch that. That's trash. It was the South park of its time. Yeah. Pretty much. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So she was very upset that I liked the Simpsons. She's like, that's a trash show with bad morals. It, uh, I, uh, to be honest, I mean, there are probably people that are younger than the show is in terms of length. Uh, it debuted December 17th, 1989. Yep, I mean, that's 89. almost the first time that the Simpsons appeared was April 19th, 1987. So Tracy Allman show. Yeah. I watched that too. I remember seeing yep. that. Yeah. Old AF old AF. Oh God, I was, what a, what a wee lad I was. I can't believe I that's a year the number old. I have <laughs> at that point. Well, I, no, I was like eight, eight months old at that point. <laughs> I was very young. Yeah. I was, uh, you know what? That's pretty great. I mean, as much as people joke about no one watching it anymore, it's still going. So I'm assuming someone's watching it. Yeah. 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 It it gets into this idea of like, well, when do you actually like say, when does that show actually end? Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's now the, uh. the oldest running show for a, by a long, long margin. But when do you actually like yeah. stop it? But it's also one of those shows where I don't know if this is true, but I have to imagine it still is. During its height, Bart Simpson was more recognizable than Mickey Mouse, like around the world. Yeah, yeah. Is that real? I get. Yeah, I guess yeah. people yeah. would like you know yeah. the whole like you know like uh, all the Bart. I'm about to say uh, a Bart Simpson catchphrase, but I can't like don't have a cow, man. Like that was on T-shirts everywhere around the world. He was, you know, that character was very, very popular. And so I can understand Like Homer is everyone, everyone knows Homer Simpson. I, although I question younger people, like younger generations. I was like going to say, I, yeah. I wonder, like, because even though I was never super into The Simpsons, when I go to, like, Universal Studios, I'm not surprised that there is a Simpsons section of the park because I understand how huge it was yeah i wonder if like gen z has no idea what is why are they here like i wonder if they're like confused because you know it's kind of and i'm also wondering if gen z does have a show that's like that that's controversial like i'm curious chat if any of you are young enough sound off because as a later millennial than than jp and jesse I, i do agree with jp that for me, it was South Park. I remember watching South Park on the family TV when I was a, a kid. It was probably like seven, <laughs> six or seven. And the Mr. Hanky episode came on. Yep. And that, for some reason, was my father's breaking point. I don't know what it was, but he was like, this is stupid. It was the poo. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of a singing poo. He was like, what is this garbage? This is why I send you to school. You're going to watch this bullshit. And I remember, like, he banned that. That was the only that was the show. banning of it? He used, yeah, he used to let us watch violent movies. Like, he was, my dad would never ban anything. 
was the only show he banned because he thought it was so fucking stupid. He was like, not in my house. That's a singing poop. Not on my TV. And me and my brother just had to respect it. I don't know what it was about that. It was the first time I saw him legitimately get mad. Yeah. I don't know if I had a show that was like that for me. I feel like generationally through the millennials, like, you know how there's, there are elder millennials like myself, which by the way, I've been called a, the new term is geriatric millennial, which I just want to let you all know. That's a little, uh, a little spicy. That's a little spicy right there. Let's, let's well, that's that back. apparently what, what I am. So yeah, let me well, get the my Zoomers Walker. created that. All right. The... Don't worry. I can still eat, I can still eat my pudding without without I you mean, having look, to mash it up first. Pudding's pretty good. Wait, why would you mass, mash up? Are we talking like an English pudding? I if, I, if, I, if I eat the pudding straight out the cup, I have too hard of a poo. <laughs> there's mr hanky anyway um no yeah. but i feel like right. there's through the through the millennial generation there are three time periods that you can judge when people were like i don't know 11 or 12 ish yeah the simpsons south park and then uh family guy yeah i guess family order. guy is like one of those i mean like family guy is is there was a time period where every kid who was like 13 Thought Family Guy was hilarious, and I I clearly missed that because Family Guy came out when I was like some point in the high school, and so uh, it was kind of like oh that's I mean that's a show, but it wasn't like the thing that we were like <laughs> that baby's crazy right, yeah. and so uh, yeah I don't know it's but I feel like those are the three you can always tell where you fall in that sort of generation of millennial based on which show was like the thing that you watched when you were 13 ish. Right. Yeah. Someone in chat or, or maybe to answer Bron's question, like what is the, for Gen Z, what's the, the show that, you know, they would uh, hearken to or always remember to, I think we're just eventually going to get a theme park. That's like meme land. Right. <laughs> we're just going to have like the meme roller coaster or some shit. And it's going to be, we're going to see like Drew Scanlon or something on the front of a roller coaster <laughs> doing the surprised white guy face or some shit. It's eventually going to happen, right? Maybe. Gen Z, Gen Z, I think, had a lot of like the Doge coaster Disney shows. They had a lot of Disney shows that I don't know anything about. And they had a lot of um, like Hannah Montana type shit or later in that. I, I would even say like, I think. I, I don't know because I'm on the older end of millennial. But was, I don't think Rick and Morty fits into the Gen Z, by the way, Chad. I don't think that's. Uh, no, I think that's too. That's recent. only for very intellectual adults. <laughs> that, that enjoy. I that. would. There's got to yeah. There's got to be some type of weird like comedy show that's animated, but I don't think it's like, like this is Adventure out, I, I have no Time. Clue. Maybe. Maybe Adventure I've never Time? seen Adventure Time. I've heard so very I'm, good things. Yeah. I've heard good things too, but I've never watched it. Yeah. But everyone always tells me, Bronze Adventure Time. And what's the other one? The one with the gems. Oh, um, uh, Steven Universe. Universe. Oh, yeah. well, I've also Everyone's heard very good like, things. Yeah. Bronze, you have to watch Adventure Time and Steven Universe. And I'm like, I'm old. I haven't seen either. <laughs> well, when we, when we get married, um, we'll, we'll, instead of going on a honeymoon, we'll just rent a cabin somewhere and watch all these shows 
And I'm like, what? And I'm, I'm because I'm being super old at that point. I'll be like, would you like some cocoa, hun? And he'll be like, shut up, old man. And I'll be like, all right. When are you going to die go. so I can have all your money? <laughs> Jesus. Pretty soon, I when, think, when, when now that I'm future. geriatric. Uh, I heard you were geriatric and you're still <laughs> hobbling around. <laughs> oh, one of these days I'll be gone and then you'll miss me by God. Yeah, and I'll just like hobble around. And you'll be like, we should go skiing today. I'm like, I don't know if my hips can take it. You'll be like, that's why we should go. I'll be like, all right, for you, baby. And then you'll push this me off the mountain worst, at the end. This is the worst sitcom ever. <laughs> sitcom? I thought it was romance. <laughs> yeah, rom-com. The worst, worst sitcom ever. We're back to sitcom. You guys want to talk episode would, six? Yeah, Loki. Yes. Loki. <laughs> uh, where to begin? I, J- I think there was an exact text from Jesse that said, hold on. Oh, so I messaged Jesse and I just said, fuck, in all caps. And he that's said, what he, that's true. And he goes, true. I spoils. And I said, what? And he goes, no spoils. <laughs> I, I spoils! Just, I spoils. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. Uh, and then about three hours passes, and there's another text. And Jesse says, we are literally the smartest MCU podcast in the world. True. Are Facts. we? Uh, are we? Are we the only yeah. people that predicted it? You know what's crazy, no. JP? No, we're the smartest. Are we, wait, are we allowed to talk spoilers now? We're going into spoiler zone chat. If you haven't seen episode six of Loki, by all means, please feel free to tune away. Mute us. Begin. We, JP, when at the end of last MCU crew, uh-huh. did we not put our bets on the exact same thing that it was going to be he who remains with an allusion to Kang? Yes. We literally uh, we said were, that. Yeah. Yeah. I believe, I believe I said if Kang showed up, I would lose mm-hmm. all of my shit. And that's pretty much, I mean, like they, it's everything that we, happened. yeah, everything that we said was like, yeah, no, this is what you got. You yeah. got like, he remains an illusion to Kang. And then it just also was Kang. <laughs> You're like, okay. Well, it, fantastic. Uh, I mean, no, though, right? Because he I mean, it's who, technically like, Kang. Uh, it's a like variant. a little bit of Ultimatus. Or, or yeah, whatever. It's like, it's like yeah. a Mortis. A Mortis, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not Ultimatus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a person. It's, yeah, it's but a little it sets, bit of it sets up yeah. a, It sets up the fact that Kang is many people, which is true. Yes. Which is like the whole yes. point. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's fair to say, though, like what we saw at the end was Kang because Kang is... By, it was a variant of Kang. Based off of, yeah, based off of what that dude said, like Kang, for lack of a better word, is much more savage or warmongery than he who. Well, remains. he was like, yeah, he was the nice guy, Kang. Yeah, but we did. The see other him reason in the I'm insisting. Yeah. Listen, Jesse. The only reason I'm really pushing this that it was a different person that not technically Kang, because if we're going by that logic, Loki kissed Loki. I can't do that right now. Okay. No, I mean that's what Loki then, kissed a Loki. Yeah, I think I, I think uh, but, uh no. no. Why do you think this no. had such good ratings in like Alabama? Uh, 
This I just I mean like let's <laughs> let's be real here. We this is one hundred like I know I know that if you turn your brain off, it's like oh like Loki found love or something. But like that's in a hopeless like, place. Loki, is that what you're trying to say? I mean yes. <laughs> cue the cue the music. But no, that's DMCA. But in my head, it's playing right now. <laughs> but like what what happens is very it's bizarre. Like it's a bizarre. It's very like. And then Loki fell in love with himself, and then he smooched himself, and so that is, you know, there you go. That's um, that happened. Yeah, you're like, to me. I I mean, I accept it, but it's weird. Yeah, I think uh, I'm interested because I know for bronze, for that was like the biggest Mm -hmm. moment in the episode for you, right? Like, or or a big moment. Okay, because for me, it's like I, I. until you just brought it up, I had forgotten that happened. What? Okay. So I know, like, you know, that I'm being very girly right now. But I've never, it, for me, I get that opinions will vary. I've never had, I've never felt like we had, for me, a proper love story in the MCU. Like, I liked Tony and Pepper. But, you know, it, I, I, it wasn't, I didn't really, it didn't really click. You know, Captain America and Peggy. It didn't really click. I'm going to say something very controversial. WandaVision, the show made it better, but I still wasn't like, oh, this is such a romantic show, you know? Yeah. I didn't feel that way. I feel like the last episode of of Loki for me was the first time I was like truly invested in the love story between two characters. I'll agree with that as well. But for me, the idea that Kang exists, the idea that Kang exists overshadows like, everything for me yeah no, that's true. <laughs> like it like the the other thing that i think is very unfortunate and i don't want to take away from uh, the subject of like the love story but the fact that we knew jonathan majors was playing Kane the entire time the first second he showed up on screen i lost my shit like aaron was like why are you freaking out like what the hell like what's going on and i was i had to like mm-hmm. explain to her in real time like oh my fucking god like there this is actually like this means so, like that's like that's it's fucking Reed Richards, like great grandson. Like that means Fantastic Four is probably real. Like that means all. Like I had to explain everything to her mm. in rapid succession, just because the effect that he was there, uh, and like was a real entity. Um, and so for me, that overshadowed like everything because it puts it puts so much uh, into like what Phase Four is going to be. Like Jonathan Majors could be playing like ten different Kings moving forward ranging from like iron lad to king the conqueror to you know a billion different kings uh all so many variants and so many different movies i i want to so it's something i noticed in this episode and i feel like i I can't like i love this episode but i also feel like this episode was it dropped a lot in order to become a preview of things to come, if that makes any sense. So like in episode five, it was, Hey, I'm going to, I'm Mobius. I'm going to go back and I'm going to like burn down the TVA. And then it was like, Hey, I'm Renslayer and I've got like stuff to handle and I'm going to like do a thing with, uh, you know, B 52 or whatever her name was. Yeah. And, um, like all these different things. And then all those storylines were, immediately dropped or like even at the so they took a back you know, seat for me mentally 100 percent. 
But like even in the even plot wise, by the end, uh Renslayer like goes off, I assume, because she's being called away to somewhere by the Well you know, by he who remains, she, but like we don't know. Like, she doesn't know zero he, clue. I don't think her and he who remains ever met, because that was always her goal is like to also figure out who was behind all of this, but not necessarily to end it all. She just wanted to know sure. like who was behind it all. But like her plot cuts off she walks yeah. through a portal and is done yeah no more discussion about her story uh mobius is like okay i'm back i'm gonna i'm gonna grab my fellow agent and we're gonna like do a thing except they don't do a thing it that story's cut off and the next time we see them they're like we are a different timeline of people and so like all that stuff stops and so the basic fo- focus of the entire episode is truly very narrow and very small if you look at the episode it is straight up just like the majority of the time, he who remains explaining plot elements to us. Like that is what, what's like. If you aren't invested in what's happening, I really want to know what people thought about this episode. Because for me, I'm like, oh, this is some juicy shit. Right. But like, mm-hmm. if you're not into this world, all it was was a dude talking to two other characters about oh, his backstory. Totally. For the entire time. And here, here's the other thing too for. I, I I saw a lot of this conversation on social media. Like for me, I thought Jonathan Majors like fucking just killed the acting in this episode. But for a lot of people, they were like, no, that was campy. Like I didn't really understand why the fuck this character would be like that type deal. Um, so like for the both of you, like was he, did he, was he too campy? Did he absolutely kill the role? Like where do you he guys definitely- fall? He definitely went a different direction than I anticipated, but it made sense to me because as soon as he said, like, I'm tired, I was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, this person has been living at the end of time, pulling all the strings, you know, the architect of this massive system, like basically keeping time in order for who knows how long. Yeah, like at, millions of last years. That long, you would have to be a little wacky. You know, I think you would have to have some sense of humor and have to be a little wacky. Like he ultimately, from what we know, he made Miss Minutes. Like this person clearly has some kind of sense of humor. Why are we okay with Miss Minutes being the way she is? But like the her creator is apparently supposed to be this straight man that just, you know, plays everything intimidating into a T. And the other thing I liked about it is I think it really contrasts the way Thanos was, which totally. I think we need. Yeah. You know, I don't really care about who wins in a fist fight versus Thanos or Kang. I've seen the same three comic book strips recycled on, on Twitter like 30 times this week. It, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Y'all corny for that. Like the whole like, oh, well, Kang rips out Thanos's heart. And I mean, at one point, so did Drax. Okay. At one yeah, point, yeah. so did Dr. Doom. At I mean, Squirrel point, Girl. Who hasn't? Yeah. Everyone's defeated <laughs> Thanos. Okay. I have in the comic book universe. It's really not a big deal. But you know, I, I'm less interested in who's more powerful, Thanos or Kang. And I'm more interested in what makes them different and how they think and how they act personality wise flavor. And just based off this iteration of Kang, this he who remains, I'm interested in seeing what the other ones are like. And I really like that they made the character just very different than, you know, glorious purpose. I've got to do it myself. It falls to me and instead of being like, Bam, I'm tired. If you want my job, please take it. Yeah. Well, and the other <laughs> thing, too, the, the remarkable thing for me and from an acting point of view and from a character point of view is like 
up until the point where he crosses the threshold, you have no idea if you like, just like Loki and, and Sylvie, you have no idea if you can trust him. You have no idea mm-hmm. what the fuck if he's saying is true. If he's just like saying all this to get them to, to goad them into going one direction or to making one decision. Um, and the fact that he like was able to keep both the audience, uh, thinking that and not just the characters thinking that where the audience is like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. It's more like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Right. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know if he's telling the truth. I don't really know how this is going to go. It, it was that I think was why it was so remarkable. And then when he crosses the threshold and you're just like, wait a minute, like what the fuck is going on now? And he wasn't saying anything and he was just like living and like, not, you were just waiting to see what his next words were going to be at that point. Um, I thought it was phenomenal. I, I absolutely cannot wait to see him more um, as different variants. He definitely has that like very good villain thing of, you know, I've done terrible things, but for like a good reason. And, you know, you two come in here and you're like giving me crap for it, but like you are just as bad as me. Yeah. And, you know, I loved when he was like, grow up, Sylvie. I was like, oh, that was the best line. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the best line was when he sat, he sat there and didn't say anything. And he goes like, what are you so afraid of? And then he says me. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. This is like they're doing this. This is a real thing. But there's a lot of great lines in that whole thing. Yeah. And that's like, that's why I think as a fan of of all of this you know the mcu stuff it was very much akin to the scene with vision and vision where it was like instead of like a crazy epic battle for a final episode it's like we're let's hold up let's have a conversation about this and i liked that these characters took the time to like talk and and try to figure out each other because they're you know before fighters they're liars and and so you have two like prime liars like trying to figure out if a guy is telling the truth yeah and the fact is like he totally is but it's so insane what he's saying which is why i think him coming off as being a little crazy is like it works because what he's saying is crazy like i am here in like a castle at the end of time and i've been here alone keeping everything in check for millions of years yeah and you come here trying to kill me and i'm doing the work like i would i would be just as upset as him i'd be like how dare you (laughs) like just do the work yourself if you want to yeah i kind of i i don't know i just kind of love that he i don't trust him at all i don't i don't know what i think he had some truths but not not everything i think they were half veiled truths we got a very quick origin story too about who he is which i thought was like yeah my, my I was well like, oh my fucking god i can't this is real in the 31st century i was like oh my god yeah. they're just doing they're just going in. Dude. if he would have been like well, if like, he been like my great 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 grandfather reed richards yeah, if I they said like, that i would have turned ah! the show off I just been like i'm done i can't, I can't see this shit. but if we, if we look at this critically two minutes before they meet him miss minutes approaches them and says at any point i can put you at any point in time that you like with everything you want right like is that not like a last minute like why would why would that happen if he wasn't still manipulating them on some level like he uh, dangled this in front of their head or in front of their faces almost to like test them 
well, almost I, to see if they were like worthy of the mantle or something like that. Like, I think there's like I think a that lot, might have happened like, in a different is, version, right? They might have said like, okay, great, and then that ends there. Like th this is the one true timeline where they have everything set in stone to where they say, no, we don't want that. We want to see who's at the top of this. We still never saw that scene where Loki is standing. We never saw it in front yeah. of like all those people in Asgard. Yeah. We never it was saw never it. in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking so, for it the entire time. Cause I, I, I thought, thought that like, was going to be an end credit thing. I, I was thought exactly like, oh, what bronze be. was just saying where they're going to be like, well, why don't you show us what it could look like? And then they were going to do like a memory yeah. flash to like Loki, you know, that type of stuff. And, and Sylvie's nope. like at his side or, or the ruler of it all or whatever. I thought they were going to use it that way. Um, it definitely felt like a one ring type of thing where it's like, you know, I'm going to try to test you and, and see like, you know, if you, and it, and to me, even the last question was a test because I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying he tells like, he obfuscates a lot. He tells like half truth, you know, with everything. Cause even like at the end when he's saying like, oh, well then you can rule the timeline and you kill me. I'm tired and you can take this over, but never really says like what that would entail. Mm. Or, you know, like he just kind of constantly leaves it like wibbly wobbly. And I don't know. I found that to be interesting because I feel like, like I said, I think they did a really good job distinguishing him from Thanos right out of the gate because he's not like, I'm the bad guy. Like every you're weak. I'm strong. Y'all's a bunch of bitches. And well, I'm going to show you what's what. Totally. Instead, he's like, he almost downplays how terrible he is until he says he's afraid of himself. Right. Like he downplays think, this version of himself and hypes up the other versions of himself. Well, everyone in that room wonder, was terrible, right? Like he even says as such, like we're all genocidal maniacs in what one, oh, yeah. one point or the other, uh, I which I thought was if, great. If his character is less crazy and more afraid, like one of the things I took away is that the thing he was lying about was knowing everything. Like yeah, I felt like yeah. his character obviously was afraid of himself. And so he was that guy who was like, I'm trying to hold this thing together so I don't have to deal with the bad versions of me. But all the other things he was talking about are not necessarily truths. They're just like, these are the things I'm going to tell you because I hope that you'll understand if I have to convince you that what I'm doing is right. But like, I, you know, the reasons I'm doing it is because I'm just terrified of myself and like, this is the best solution I've come up with. Like that kind of vibe. Yeah. And because he clearly at the end was just like, I don't even know what's going to happen. Like we've crossed the threshold. So, you know, I don't know that he even knew that Loki was like, we had all these thoughts about like, oh, well, this is like Loki's going like this is some sort of destiny thing. I just think he was surprised they showed up and he was like, oh, no, I don't. All right. Hey, yeah, I don't think he was surprised. I, I think I think he was the only thing he lied about was the fact that the threshold moment. Like he knew everything up until that exact exact point. I think everything else he was truthful about. I don't know that he did. I don't know that he knew everything. I know he says he did. And he said like, it's, Oh yeah, I know how this is going to play out. But like, I don't know that he did. I felt like, you know, maybe that's a little cockiness. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, I mean, with, with what bronze was saying in the sense that they were like offered an option, I think that in a lot of ways, the the timeline, the like royal timeline was the best timeline because it delayed all of this for as long as it did. And he didn't know, he couldn't see past a point because the decision wasn't on him and the decision hasn't happened yet, right? Like that was the quote end 
of wherever he, whatever technology he could see to do it. Cause he wasn't the one that was going to uh, cause the, the decision to occur or anything like that. It was going to be up to Sylvie and Loki on what was going to happen. Um, so I think there's probably, you know, thousands upon thousands of ways that they get to that Citadel uh, or, or castle or whatever. And they're like, actually, no, we're good. We'll go ahead and just like go here. And then they fuck off what, and like I mean, rule the world or rule New York or rule whatever. Right. Um, and the fact that it got to that point, it crosses the threshold. And he was like, I don't, I lied. I don't know what's about to happen. That was when I was like, but he's holy still, shit. He's still pulling the strings. Because Every, he until everything up into that point. Yeah. Well, no, because he sends Miss Minutes to go tell Ravona there's more important places for you to be. Did that happen before so or he, after, though? That might have been just a safeguard. That No, that was but before. But I mean, he's still, he's like setting plans in motion, not even knowing, like just, I, th- I feel like that's just in case keys. You know, I feel like that's like, oh, just I don't know how this is. I don't know how this is going to go. They're in my citadel. I'm going to send my minion to make to like, you know, as part of this like contingency, because we don't know where she's going. Right. I mean, in the comics, Ravona and, uh, you know, Kang end up together. Maybe this is how maybe she falls in love with him. I think she's going to be like his agent in a lot of ways, because we don't know where he's a variance agent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't know where he I'm sent not, her. That's true. I'm not like I'm not like a pro writer, but I feel like this is a broadcasted move that I like. I'm down for. It screams season two Loki. The only person that isn't time changed is Renslayer, and so Loki's only ally in like oh, getting Renslayer. out of the new TVA is Renslayer. Well, that that's what it seems and like Sylvie to me as well. We don't know what the fuck is going on with Sylvie, right? That's true. I, I, she's stuck at the end of time. I would imagine did who had the uh chronometer or whatever was that loki that had it no she pushed him back through she has oh it. she has it so she can get out of there yeah i think uh if anything that is like she is i would say the villain of season two i'm gonna put it out there they're doing the heartbreak I, loki thing i think she's the baddie i think it's I really feel that the next set of movies are all going to be so fucking crazy that they're going to have to be mentioned or shown or something like that because there's no way that they continue the next set of movies and like it's not impacted by what just happened. It unless it's well, just a complete different reality or a complete I mean, different they, like multiverse. They segmented it again. They did the same thing they did with the other two shows. Where this show you know, the you don't need to know anything about the stuff that happened in Loki to have Kang show up. Because you can reintroduce Kang the Conqueror in a version of him, yeah. 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 In the movies. And you don't need to know anything from the TV show. Marvel's doing the same thing they've always done. And so, you know, this whole backstory about like, oh, there are other versions of me and all these different things, like it's unnecessary for the movies. So the whole Loki Sylvie thing doesn't have to happen in the movies. Yeah, I mean, where's the so? What do we have next? Shang Chi. I don't think he. Maybe that could be a different thing because there is like, why the fuck is Wong fighting Abomination? Maybe that's just I mean, like I feel like <laughs> I feel like that that's an overthinking situation. Is it? I, I I'm almost certain it's going to be not nearly as complicated as you think. I think it's going to be like it exists for a connector to other Marvel properties. And it's like, hey, this so is kind of cool. they can just cool. pick and pull it. 
Yeah, I don't. It's gonna, there's going to be a reason for it, and probably it's like Wong is looking for something, who knows what, and he's in what looks to be Madripoor, and then like Abomination's there because that's the connector to Thunderbolts, and you know, I, I, there's going to be like things like that sprinkled for the rest of phase you know, four and five. Yeah, phase four. Yeah, I'm convinced of that. And then I feel like Shang Chi's kind of standalone. Yeah, I, I mean, still don't know where he fits into the rest of the MCU. The way they're telling stories, like I don't know where in the rest of Phase Four he shows up and is like, "I'm here to help." I still don't know what that's going to be like. I have no clue. Do we know who the bad guy is in Eternals or in Eternals yet? Is there any way that it could be Ramatut, or is it going to be like some deviant? <sighs> that's a great question. Because like, like, what I, if it was just Ramatut there? What if it was Kang? as Robert here's the thing if that if that was the case that would be incredible that'd be what insane. An incredible that'd be so wild if it was like yes i'm the version of me who was stuck back in time yeah like that would be wild yeah i, I i'm convinced that story is 100 the introduction of john snow as an mcu character you know what i mean like sure his character is going to be the big takeaway from that movie because then he moving forward will be a part of everything else is what I assume is going to happen. Yeah. I think that they have d- definitely leaked like that it is some sort of deviant is the is the bad guy in that movie. But I'd love to see Weird like that we don't know who that have we not? Oh boy. I think it, I think it's come. in there. I think it's been leaked. Um Let's see. Are you looking at IMDb? Also, I, um, do note that IMDb is community upvoted. Uh, oh, oh, Crow is the bad guy. Most of the time, it is uh, done by agents and stuff. So, you know, I'm just saying. Agents be one, there are people on there. Who is the bad guy? Crow? I think it's Crow. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's either Crow or like a group of deviants. Deviants are like the opposite. They're the foils to the Eternals for people that have never heard that. I, I thought you meant that. sexual deviant. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to show up in the 21st century good. and they're just going to take all the sexual deviants. <laughs> Jesse lit up. Damn. <laughs> what can I say? This movie is filled with beautiful people and you're like, and their villains are sexual deviants. I'd be like, go on. <laughs> like okay Selma yes. Hayek and Kumail Nanjiani unfair very excited for it I'm this is interesting I don't I, uh yeah, I don't they don't they haven't really said they haven't really said on who it could be I here's the thing if in the next movies if every bad guy is some variant of of Kang I'll I'm super into that I don't think that could be true in Spider-Man No Way Home. I think that's going to be like the the rogue. Uh, uh, sorry, the Sinister Six. The Sinister Six. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Sinister Six, but it's going to be like different dimension, like Sinister Six um, in terms of who will be there. And then. Which is why we'll have the different dimension Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. But like it's it, exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. If that all turns out to be 100% real and true. Um, the other thing that I, I absolutely loved from this entire thing is after the fact, going on Twitter and reading 
uh, and seeing everyone's like Doctor Strange memes. <laughs> like Doctor Strange seeing the multiverse or seeing the timeline after all this shit happened. That was just, those memes were just always hilarious. They were just 10 out of 10. Jesse, you stumbled the, upon right. something. I Made did, and I don't, I, I can't. Boy, I, yeah. so this is, I'll link this to y'all. As I was like, I've heard nothing about the villain for Eternals. Not one bit, not one bit. And that always worries me when you don't know who the villain is in the movie because it means they're probably in it for like two minutes. And so that I, I hate when like a superhero movie has a lame villain. Yeah. It always upsets me. It, you know, I was thrilled that they gave He Who Remains a whole episode to just vamp. Totally. Because I love when a villain gets time to just like, here's why I'm a villain, bitches. I love that stuff. I loved yeah. that, you know, Infinity War was literally a Thanos movie, right? I love that stuff. And so... I'm worried. I was worried because I did not hear Jack about Crow. And then I was like, all right, so what does, you know, do we know anything about Crow? And literally like, yeah, here you go. This, there's a toy that exists. And I'm like, this looks like some booty ass early 2000s yeah, this looks comic like book movie stuff. I don't really know that does. I like this. It looks I don't know bad. if I want to show like, that as well. <laughs> You're right, though. It does, it does not, look a little bit odd. It does look super odd and not in it like looks a like, cool uh, way. Like the the Todd McFarlane spawn toy line, <laughs> you're right. Like early two thousand plastic. Yeah, it doesn't look it doesn't look cool like at all, and I'm so upset. Like if you just if you want to know what we're talking about, literally just Google Eternals Crow and then click images. Yeah, and you'll see what Crow looked like in the comics. Which, by the way, Crow in the comics has like a lot of cool looks, versus what Crow in the movie looks like, and I'm hoping that's not accurate i'm hoping it's fake but like a toy exists already so i don't know he does not look cool at all <laughs> he, he, he looks, looks super lame yeah it looks a little silly um but then like multiverse of madness to continue down the line i think that 100 percent has to be like wandavision plus this is the cause of just like so much fucking nonsense for dr strange um it's also exciting, too, if that movie potentially turns into Doctor Strange, Wanda, and Loki, like, teaming up to be, like, this trio of fucking badass wizards fighting who knows what. Uh, some Something that, like, the timeline that Kang, uh, or, or rather that, like, Loki unleashed, like, Shuma Goroth or whatever, or if it goes, like, them trying to actually, like, correct some sense of what's happened. Um, but it also then questions like, is this going to have any impact on uh, Thor love and thunder? Right? Like, I don't know what it could actually impact in that. Um, it'll impact everyone. And that Shuma exists Shuma in, exists. in the MCU. I'm so <laughs> excited. You have no idea how ridiculous that is. I love the idea of Shuma showing up. And being like, I'm an eyeball with tentacles. I'm one million percent in. I hope that happens. Yeah. What a I'm, great moment that would be for humanity. I think it would Just be cool. All of us together. I, look, I'm still in. The, I'm still living in the afterglow of the fact that like they have straight up put Kang into the MCU. At this point, that would be like cherry on top for me if they go that route. Um. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe, 
Someone in chat was saying that Marvel has started to um, shift how important Loki was. And I don't know if it's just like marketing or if it's actually real. But they did tweet on the 15th after the final episode aired um, or the day of the final episode airing. Uh, the future of the MCU has changed forever. All episodes of Marvel Studios Loki are now streaming on Disney+. Plus. So even they're kind of like potentially setting expectations for what this actually means for the greater uh, MCU storytelling. I just don't know what I to mean, what we, extent. We saw the we saw the Spider Man. So do you have that that timeline again? The map. This. Yes. Yeah. All right. So in order of operations. We've seen, so if you, you know, just ignoring Shang-Chi Eternals and Miss Marvel for a hot minute, even though I'm sure they're lovely, ignoring <laughs> them for a hot minute, sure. moving on to Spider-Man, we've seen toys from Spider-Man. Right. And those toys straight up have Spider-Man with like, he's like- he's with got Doctor like, Strange shit. Doctor Strange abilities. Yeah. So if this is, if we're to make assumptions based on the things that have come into, and now there's like different timelines and everyone's talking about like- Spider-Man, different timelines. It feels like the way they'll handle it in Spider-Man No Way Home is like the only person who can help resolve this multiple baddies from different dimensions and all this stuff. Like, Doctor Strange has to show up in Spider-Man, right? He has to. So if Doctor Strange is in Spider-Man, then that is a continuation into Multiverse of Madness because that's probably like, Spider-Man is Doctor Strange walking in with the pizzas and the room is on fire. Totally. Yeah. Right? Like that, like it's him being like, what? And so I imagine Multiverse of Madness is, is the whole him trying to solve everything, right? He knows it's happening and now he has to resolve it. And then I don't know if that happens, but what I do know is that because that leads immediately into Thor Love and Thunder a few months later, I understand now why Taika Waititi was like, it's the craziest thing I've ever made. Like, I get it now. I understand it, completely how insane that's going to be. It does make me think, though, that like maybe Thor Love and Thunder is somewhat of a palate cleanser for like the craziness of Doctor uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. But now that you you reminded me of what Taika's comments were that we talked about last week, like maybe it's not. Maybe that's just like fucking when shit they, it just starts getting crazy. Like it just they, it goes if, completely bananas. Yeah, if they if they talk about like I think we have made assumptions of what that plot is going to be, right? It's like, oh, Jane gets, you know, Mjolnir and yeah. like is whatever becomes Thor. But this it has to be some devi- like, like or some variant stuff, right? Like this is I'm starting to think that like. Do you, you know, think the world's Jane just Thor. changed and it's just Jane Thor instead of Hulk Thor? No, or, no I, mean, I just a, think a there's Thor Thor. I just think there's the possibility of of Jane Thor. The reason why both can exist is because there, it's multiple realities. Right. Just like I'm not. I would at this point if they haven't seen like the love for like alligator crocodile Loki. Totally. If they don't throw in like frog into this thing i'm telling you this is going to be wild i can understand that that they can because it, it it's going to be um because even even the hammer in our universe is gone it was destroyed 
So, you know, how does Jane become Thor? Yeah. It was, it was, it was, was it remade? Remade by the end of Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. No, and Captain America had it. Remember? The, he like spun the, yeah. he had the hammer. No, but then it was, but then he took, he took it back in time. The last scene, he took it back in time. Did he? Oh, he definitely did take it back in time. Yeah, he still it no has longer it. exists. It no longer exists in our timeline. It was a past hammer. Oh, that was the, the only past thing that hammer. Is the axe. He went to go set it back to give it to Thor. Yeah, took yeah, it right. right. So, he like, has, how does she? Yeah, so he has the axe now. How does she have the hammer? Yeah. yeah. So how does she? So it, it has to be like it has to be a variant, right? Like she. So, and that's that could explain why it's crazy, and also super fun for for Thor to see Jane and Jane to be like, oh, I'm Thor. Like, I think that's like a super fun thing. And a way to bring her back that isn't just like I'm Jane the scientist. I have no, I have no clue. That would maybe I mean, that's why he said it's crazy. That'd be real. I, I'm excited for that if that's the case. And it seems like it has to be because you're right. Like they don't have a. There is no, at least in the canonical MCU that we know, and the in the multiverse that we know, uh, or the the universe that we know, it doesn't exist anymore. It got shattered by Hella. So they got to get mm-hmm. it from somewhere. And I don't think they're going to spend a shit ton of the film being like, we got to rebuild this like mythical hammer. It might just be like well, Thane pop- we don't even need the, Jane popping up they, with the hammer. Spent, now that I'm thinking about it, they spent so much effort into establishing how cool the new weapon is. I mean, Groot's arm is the handle. Right. That's yeah. pretty cool. Totally. And he'll probably so, just keep guess, that in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, that would be wild if it, if the movie starts and it's like uh it's everyone saying like we need thor we need thor blah 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 and then like thor finally shows up and it's just jane foster and right. the, and the audience is like what the fuck <laughs> right? like, but this all, but this also brings up a crazy point of then look what happens after so you can see there's sort of like an arc right there's like the multiverse arc happening right now yeah and yeah, you yeah. can see that going on but then immediately after is wakanda forever so unless that has a multiverse element, I don't know that that's going to, honestly. And then the Marvels, I don't see that being multiversey. And then She-Hulk, I def I don't see how that's multiversey. Moon Knight doesn't seem very multiversey, but then Quantumania suddenly we're like back in it. Right. Kind of. They might just take and- like a break. Like this stuff all might happen timeline-wise after or sorry, before Loki ends, right? And then we jump back into it with Quantumania. Uh, and quantum mania is also going to be real weird because we, we, that was the first announced thing of like, King's going to be the bad guy, but I feel like quantum mania right. is going to be them stumbling upon the like TVA's headquarters in the quantum verse. Like, I think that theory that we had comes true in that movie and Paul, think- Paul Rudd finds it. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And then King shows up and then like that whole starts to unravel. Do you think they're going to do one of those self-fulfilling prophecy things like where it's like in quantum mania, we are told, Hey, the reason why I'm so smart and so important. So all these different things is that I, you should know this person, his name's Reed Richards and he's very important to your timeline. And like, he was my, you know, ancestor Yeah. and I've been in science ever since I like, love this guy. He's incredible. And of course it's going to be like, who? And then two movies later, it's like, oh, hey, Fantastic Four. This is Reed Richards. And now we have, like, are they going to do it like a s- intro story about their, I have no idea. I, have I don't no, know what Fantastic Four looks like. There are like. no rules. Yeah. There are no rules anymore. If anything can show up from any timeline, 
There's no, there's no rules. I mean, to be honest, like, I think that one way that they get the X-Men back is to have the original X-Men from the movies show up. (laughs) There's already been talks about uh, Hugh Jackman and Kevin Feige, like wanting to work together. Right. That is, that is 100%. They just got to figure it out. 100% Deadpool. That but is, even then, even then, if it's a goof, it could be like Dead, Deadpool could just be like, "Oh yeah, it's the multiverse." Wink, and then like, that's enough to oh, like. Yeah, they'll do that for sure. <laughs> right? For sure. That's one hundred. That that is. They're like, look, it's Deadpool three. Let's go all out. Let's put Wolverine in Dead. They're they're two hundred percent doing that. Yeah. It's it's gonna happen for sure. Yeah. I refuse to believe any other version where it's like, yeah, and then the X-Men are back and Hugh Jackman plays Wolverine again. If that happened, that would be insane. It wouldn't make any sense at say, all. Didn't he say that like he he wants to never be that fit again? Yeah, but that was I two remember years in ago. an interview. Right? I know now he probably missed <laughs> Times it. Times change. Times change. Like, Multiverses happen. I don't want to. <laughs> I think like an old washed up Wolverine would be great in Deadpool, but I can't see him committing to like several Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that just seems like a lot. Like it'd be a lot for sure. <laughs> That's my favorite comic, Fat Man Logan. Huge <laughs> fan of that one. Yep. Well, I just remember like in some interview he just was sausages. saying like they're like, What are you looking forward to the most? And he was saying bread. I, I don't know, maybe I misremember, but I remember him saying something like eating bread again. Because, like, the diets these guys go on for Marvel films oh, are it's insane. A, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's not normal. Yeah. It, normal people don't live like that. Right. I remember when those photos were, you know, surfacing of, like, Jason Momoa on vacation. And people were like, oh, he's he's fat. I was like, hey, losers, that's what normal people's <laughs> yeah. body looks like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Nobody has shredded six-pack abs all the time. That happens when you cut all refined sugar out of your diet and don't drink water. Like normal people have a little bit of bloat. Stop shaming them. Yeah. That whole but thing was it's stupid. Not, like maintaining that for years at a time. Like I can't even imagine how annoying that, w- <laughs> that would be. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't fathom like how tired you would be at doing that for years on end. Disney's much better off not discussing X-Men for, a few years they said it's and gonna be a phase bring five it back with yeah like bring it back with new cast in like 2026 or something like, you know like where it's been enough time you know look if sony can do it with spider-man and people still buy in bringing back a new spider a, a new x-men cast you know in five years from now is going to sit well with a lot of people there there will be a whole new class of oh boy a whole new class of actors like, you know, every few years you see young Hollywood changes. And so there'll be a whole new group of actors, a whole new group of people who could take these roles on. People that we don't even know of, that we haven't even thought of yet, that are but a twinkle in our media eye. Yeah. And so I feel like there's plenty of time for them to really cultivate that. Especially considering they're like, yeah, we're making these things until, you know, you're all dead and your grandkids are watching. So, do you know, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure Disney's just- in for the long haul. That's why I don't think they would bring back the old actors because to generate investment in them only to have them handed off would just be so much work for no reason. It depends on how far the down the like multiverse hole they want to go, I guess, at the end of the day. 
but you're, you're kind of right from like a marketing perspective. It would, if you bring back like Halle Berry and, and you know, all the OG X-Men, uh, not only is that a lot of money and time, it's also like, remember Halle Berry? Well, we're not using her, but here she is. <laughs> if you want to know what a variant of Storm looks the, like. The accent Halle Berry or the non-accent Halle Berry? Which one, uh, which one shows up to play Storm? Yeah. Uh, maybe those are variants of one another. Maybe that's why there's the, the accent and non-accent. I, can't, it's, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Fassbender as Magneto is 10 out of 10. something I'm very Ian invested. McKellen as Magneto is 10 out of 10. Magneto yes. in general has we've, had a great presence. Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. We've been blessed with some good Magneto, even in less than stellar times where yeah. X-Men movies were just being fumbled. Magneto right. has never not. But here's the thing. I think to Magneto think about, is though. a great character across the board, and you don't yeah. have to be a genius to yes. write a person who's like, I do this for revenge. Like you don't even have, you know, like you don't have to be a genius to write that stuff. It, it's, it's good. It's insane for me to to even consider like if you think about the current roster of the MCU and like ongoing characters, think about like those characters just having a conversation with a Magneto or a Professor X somewhere in the movies, and it's that's a like that I think will will probably break my brain to consider <laughs> that. In X the comics, in it's like normal, is, but in yeah. the movies, it's that it would just be wild to consider. I mean. It- I think it's also because we're like looking at the version of X-Men we've seen. And could you imagine like the fast bender from that amazing scene where he's talking to the Nazis in that bar? Right. In Argentina, that's like, a great oh, moment. Yeah. Oh, my so God. I love that scene. And he like stabs one of them in the hand and does like this amazing scene. That is so at odds with everything we have with the MCU. That is so dark. Him talking about how like, oh, my parents didn't have names. They were taken by bakers and butchers or whatever. When he's like, ta- when they're like, oh, I, w- I was a baker like that. He's like, you know, I don't I just that's so like. I don't know how to describe it, but it's so at odds. They also, like- but bronze, you're, you're very right in, in, in not only that, but also now that you think about timelining stuff. Much of the things that make Magneto cool also date Magneto, like what makes his character yes. who he is and why he yes. doesn't deal with humans very well is because of you know his past but his past has a time stamp on it yeah yeah so i don't know that we can have a young magneto uh, uh, i don't know that we can have a young magneto in the current mcu we we can't because he's a holocaust survivor yeah so Mm -hmm. we kind of saw that with isaiah bradley that's the closest we've gotten to some to something like a magneto story I, I was I loved how they handled the Isaiah Bradley uh, storyline in Falcon and Winter Soldier because it's like, yeah, we are living in a world where these atrocities happen, you know, and sure. so canonizing those, acknowledging that like even in the presence of superheroes, these things happened and they're horrible. I, I think that that's really freaking cool. I think that it's like a I don't know. I think it gives it- a lot of like weight to why some characters or how hard it is to be heroic or how being uh, the textbook version of heroic that we've seen thus far comes from privilege. Right. I think they did a really good job of showing that without saying, Oh, captain America's whack, but it's like, well, for captain America, would, would captain is our version of cap. Is that what he would be if he had gone through what Isaiah went through? Right. Probably, yeah. probably not. The other, uh, 
chat someone in chat brought up an interesting point too like now that kang's on the table what if there's a universe where for whatever reason like the nazis won and then that's where magneto comes from is there's like a modern day magneto that like is dealing with a you know a uh uh, the what, what's the amazon show the man in the high man castle in the high tower yeah high man, castle yeah. Oh, yeah man in the high castle type deal um or or it's just like a straight up time displaced magneto that just like pops up into our universe i don't know there, there's ways it, that they could bend could be, around but it. that's also like very confusing because then 100 you know, that's that's where this like, is all gonna get real weird is how do you keep the common non-comic book person from getting confused because i think we're already there in a lot of ways because i've had a ton of people reach out and be like i don't what the fuck <laughs> what is going on why is this a big deal uh why is this yeah, like the, what should we do type deal and i think they're already reaching that and, uh magnitude of being confusing and it's only gonna get yeah, worse the more you pull from the from like the multiverse the more confusing it becomes yeah because then you also have to like come up with okay well then how does professor x and how do they know each other what right. is their backstory do we set up a backstory between them again? Everyone has kind of seen that. I mean, it's the same thing with what what the MCU did good about the first Spider-Man movie is it wasn't like, and now we have to watch Uncle Ben die again, right? Or like all that stuff. It was like, hey, he's Spider-Man. We all know Spider-Man's origin. Yeah. Here's the Spider-Man story. And I, you know, I, I think... The more you start pulling from different realities, the more complicated it becomes to tell solid origin stories of, of different people and how they relate to each other. And it's hard to connect someone like, well, I'm from a different reality. So what I know is different from what you know, but we're like suddenly best friends who then become mortal enemies, right? Like the whole point of Magneto and Professor X is like, they're like opposed each other but they are like they gotta you know, work together type deal they talk to each other they have yeah. actual conversations where it's like i i mean literally the allegory is supposed to be martin luther king and malcolm x like that's the allegory yes. in x-men so they're like on you know they're they're supposed to be able to communicate with each other but also they're opposed in their solutions of how they would deal with things and so you know to have them come from different realities would be very difficult to then get to that level of story so I don't, I mean, like, look, different realities just makes things tougher. And you know, I don't envy the writers having to create stories based off of insanity, like truly insane stuff. I mean, it, so it, who knows? it definitely does make it harder, but like, that's where we're headed, right? <laughs> like, that's where all this is going. They didn't just introduce Kang to stay in the same timeline, to stay in the same like universe or multiverse, right? Um, right. Well, and a lot of the... I mean, a lot of the source material they're pulling from just hand waves it away, right? Like, we don't get into these long debates in the comics on how old Magneto or Wolverine technically are. Like, sure. I think comic book readers have just accepted, like, well, you know, we just say, ah, oh, continuity. You know, like, oh, depending on the continuity. Depend like, I think, like, we're kind of built different because we don't have an actor associated we don't have that like that type of visual component so i've never gotten into the reads about well isn't isn't reed richards like this old now you know like it's it's just one of those things where it's like well depending on the continuity yeah wobbly, wobbly timey wimey it, it doesn't matter you know so but trying to explain that with like movies is 
a lot harder because how do you teach people to suspend disbelief or right. don't worry about how old this actor is? You know, don't worry about the fact that Fastbender does not look like he was alive during, you know, well, they start, the, the yeah. Holocaust. I mean, don't worry about it. In the movies, they had to straight up invent a de-aging technology so that we could see like Sam Jackson and Captain Marvel hanging out in the 90s, right? Like they had to make that believable through special effects. Um, in the comics, you just kind of like draw a younger looking Sam Jackson or a younger looking uh, Nick Cage, not Nick, Nick. What the hell is his name? What is, I can't, who does Sam Jackson play in the adventure? I'm blanking. Oh, Nick, Nick Cage. There you go. Nick, Not Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. He plays Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage. He plays Nick Cage. Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ. I got Nick there. Fury. I got there. I didn't need Nick your Fury. Help. What a crazy name. Nick Cage would be a much better character. Yeah, it's it's much more believable. You know, at the end of the day. <laughs> um. Yeah. I I don't know. I I feel like Kang. Uh. Just. By his mere existence and by his words and by the way that they're talking about this from a marketing perspective, I really don't know where they go from here. The next couple of shows and movies could just be completely ignoring him or just like full on the wall batshit crazy. I really don't know what they're going to do. What's exciting and fun, even though I don't know they'll do it, Kang is a villain that is very Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. And that you can throw Kang in everything, kill Kang, it and he matter. can still show up next episode. Like th that's the whole, like his whole goof is like, you may defeat me, but there's, I'm everywhere. Nerds. Bye. Right. Like there's, he has that kind of goofiness to him as a character that I think can be done in a very creepy, very cool way as a villain that, you know, you can take that, like, I'll see you next episode kids. And instead that's be why like, it's great, this guy, dude, it, yeah, this guy can't be killed. Like there's so many of him and each of them is like their own version of like bad guy. And so you may kill one bad guy, but he's like, I'm actually not even the worst bad guy. He'll be in like the cool. That's Avengers why it's so movie. Exciting. See you later nerds. Yeah. That's why it's so exciting. And they've already set up the tagline of like, see you soon. Right. Like the fact that he yeah. says that right when Sylvie kills him is like, that was the, that was the, oh shit moment for me. Like, oh, and then you get to the end of the episode when like Hilston, when Loki goes back to the TVA, it's a different TVA. He's just an analyst. They have no idea who he is. And it does like the, the planet of the apes pan over and you see the giant statue of like, you know, Kang the conqueror right there. I saw someone like colored in the actual statue and it looks very much like you would expect it to look. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, the like, armor was there and everything. Yeah, it looked yeah. like it, honest to God, looked like those terrible '60s drawings of like yeah. you make it purple and gray. Like it, it was that. It was exactly that. Yeah, and like that's where they end. Uh, it's just it, I was just like, this is fucking nuts. Like I can't believe, can't believe this is what's happening. Meanwhile, someone who's like not necessarily comic aligned or comic uh, aware, my wife was just like the fuck just happened <laughs> like, the fuck does that mean um and i think that was that was the same for like everyone else who doesn't necessarily know anything about king um and so there lies lich the problem it's very like, there, there always has to it was very lich kingy like right. very world of warcraft like there always has to be a lich king you know there all, somebody totally. always has to sit on that throne it felt that way yeah but it, i don't know for me like the kang stuff was all very cool but we also kind of predicted it what I didn't predict was, I don't know. To me, like I said, this was like a love story and there was a lot of heartache in it for me because 
it's so I, I remember talking about it in when during the episode where Loki gets put in that time loop. I was talking about how I think what caused the variant spike or that giant energy spike was like we've never had a version of Loki that believes in himself or loves himself. Like at the core of the character, he is a little self-loathing, whether or not he admits it. And this this persona he projects is um, a smokescreen for that. But ultimately, he's not very confident. He doesn't think he's all that. He does think he's weak. And everything he does is reflective of that, you know? Sure. And when the first time he begins to fall for Sylvie, in some ways, is him finding redeemable qualities about himself or learning to love himself. Now, whether Sylvie is there yet or not has yet to be determined. But he goes out on this limb and, and dares to believe that a variant version of him, and maybe even by extension him himself, is worth loving, is not going to die alone. Because he says that. He says to Sif, you know, yeah, I get it. I'm a, you know, self-obsessed person that's gonna destined to die alone, not worthy of anything. In loving Sylvie, he's basically kind of correct course correcting that, right? He's basically saying, like, well, maybe I don't die alone. Maybe I don't have to and then the episode before that he says, I've I've backstabbed and hurt everyone I ever loved, right? So now he has this friend, Mobius, and he has this person, Sylvie's. I I get arguably it's him, but somebody that he cares about more than himself, all of these things. And in this last episode, he lost all of it. And that's when I said when I was like, I'm going to try really hard not to cry during the next episode of MCU crew. Because to me, when he comes back and Mobius says like, who are you? He lost everything. Yeah. In tears. I was like, no, like that's so sad. Like he went out on a limb. Like that took a lot of vulnerability, right? To be like, I'm going to trust this man. I'm going to be friends with this person. And like, even what he says to Sylvie, like, I don't care about all of this. I care about you. Right. Mm. And he trusts her. And to be like backstabbed and kicked through a portal by him and go back to his only friend and have that friend not recognize him. I was like, my boy's going through it. My boy is going through it right now. <laughs> but do we, do we know if like, cause what, what I took from that is he goes back or he goes to a timeline, maybe not his timeline. So like somewhere out there, the Mobius from his timeline still exists, right? Or did it change that maybe? timeline because of the actions that occurred at the think, Citadel? I don't think we'll know yet. Wait, I feel we're not like- going to know for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it has to be what you're saying because it would be a real cop-out story-wise to create like so let me i have many friends who are like hypercritical they're marvel fans but they're also the people who are always like hypercritical of marvel sure and so one of my friends when loki first came out was very very upset that loki even existed he watched the first episode and was like i hate that i sat through all these movies watching loki's growth and change only to now have to sit through a tv show doing the exact same thing that was like his big that thing. was episode now, one sure yeah yeah and i was like hey i think this is neat as hell i'm very excited but like i understand where he's coming from as like he is that guy every time there's a thing he is that guy where he's like actually this is this is what i don't like about this and so what i what i think i will i would say that just from like storytelling standpoint i agree with that statement at the end 
if they have Mobius and Loki's relationship disappear after spending an entire, you know, six episodes developing it to then have to restart that for season two, I think it's actually like really bad storytelling. And it's annoying. There has to be, yeah, there has yeah. to be like another version. Right. There has to be like another version of those two characters because, and the reason why I think this is because if the timeline changed permanently, then Renslayer, wherever she went, it wouldn't have mattered. Right. Because then she would have just been like caught up in the timeline again in like the normal timeline. And so her, she now exists outside of the main timeline, which means because we saw all the branches, even in the past, there were branches that the potential for there to be other timelines and that our Loki was just sent to like, you know, what was but, the original, but is now the well, wrong one. Here's the thing though, that that's a little mind breaky for me is the TVA exists outside of time. So how did Loki return to a TVA that was altered by the actions that just happened? Seems like a bunch of BS to me. <laughs> Seems like the TVA was all lies. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no other explanation for that. And it also makes you think like, well, then that potentially means that if the TVA is what it says it is, which if you're going by that logic, then there's infinite amounts of TVA who are all monitoring a shit ton of different timelines. Or was this like the catalyst moment? Was this the threshold where because what happens at the end of that, it creates an infinite amount of TVAs from that point forward? They're probably just all like the, I'm trying to think of like a good analogy that everyone would kind of understand, but um, it, it's like, they're all CIAs of different Kangs. If that makes any sense. Well, then they're not very good because from what we see, <laughs> the timeline branches, right? Right. right so right. like the original TVA by he who remains works because we see that there is one fluid timeline. He was the one that got then it correct. At the yeah. end. Yeah, with Sylvie, they branch. So my first thought was also like, you know, mo an alternate version of Mobius probably exists because recreating that friendship would be boring on camera. Still heartbreaking for Loki, though, because he doesn't know that. Right. So my point remains there, uh, that he was vulnerable and all of that was ripped from him. But I do hope we have to assume that that other version of Mobius exists because whatever this TVA is, they haven't been doing a very good job of pruning if we saw all those branches at the end with Sylvie. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like they're, they're but not maybe, doing maybe a that's very their good purpose job. Is like maybe the dimensional war instead of wrapping up in a nice bow is like still going on. And these are kind of like the, the these are the agents who are trying to snip the other timelines. And, and, mm -hmm. and so instead of their purpose being like, Oh, we're trying to squash it. It's literally like we are in a dimensional war right now. And we are the agents that, like, we have to go around. Who knows? Like, we're in uncharted territory. And, and at the end of time, it's still Sylvie who's there, who, like, I think, again, I, I feel like a season two has to be, like, Syl in Loki's mind, Sylvie is the villain because Sylvie betrayed him, right? And so, like, Loki's messed up. But Sylvie obviously isn't the villain. She's just going through some shit. So I feel like whatever the tension between them I think it will be phenomenal I, for a season two, but like also she is an out of time person who realizes she screwed like by getting her revenge totally screwed up. 
I'm, so I'm very curious what that means for her as a character. There's a lot of sure. interesting things. I like can't wait to see what they do. I definitely agree with everything you just said. My I'm getting hung up on the fact that like, is it are we really gonna have two years and not have some inkling of like what's happening to Loki and the TVA between now like not like uh, great question <laughs> like great what like question. what if that's the case and it's just the if it was just to unleash Kang onto the world does that mean that like timeline wise chronologically rewatching the MCU that you watched Loki season one and Loki season two right after and like that somehow fixes the like Kang storyline or bring up that bring up that timeline again really quickly because look at everything that's supposed to come out between now and then like here's loki 2 season 2 right here this is there's so much shit between now and then there's so much but i mean so but you have to feel like spider-man i think somewhere maybe i just read it in chat and i'm a crazy person but i think somewhere it's supposed to be like Loki leading into Spider-Man leading into Multiverse of Madness. They're supposed to be like the one, two, three punch, yeah. right? Yeah, that's supposed to and be like so a trio. That makes sense. And then uh, if you go up more, like it, 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 the what if is just a one-off show. Shang-Chi is like its own standalone thing. Eternals is backstory stuff. Miss Marvel, it appears like is its own standalone thing. Miss Marvel so could that, be uh, somewhat of like, they got to explain how Miss Marvel gets her powers. And I think that's going to be some like, that's going to be what you take away from that show is there's right. something new that's obviously giving people powers, right? Um, but at least for the rest of the year, I don't think we're going to have any crazy Loki stuff for the rest of the year. Spider-Man potentially could get weird. Hawkeye is just going to be like Florence Pugh hunting down Hawkeye, which I'm like, that's going to be more of the like Falcon and winter soldiers type stuff. The, like super amped for stuff. that. Yeah. I feel like that that's what that show has to be. Right. Why hint at it in the last movie? If it isn't like Hawkeye and like an incredible Florence, you know, being amazing. Yeah. Um, but like then Dr. Strange, then Thor, and then we're just all of a sudden back in, into Wakanda. So unless Wakanda, unless the way they're like, okay, the way we're writing off, Bozeman is to have it be multiverse, which I like, is that a cop out? Like, I think, I think I I personally think it is. I think people would be pretty upset if that was the case. Yeah. That's why. So it's just based on the timeline of movies and the way they're telling the story. I honest to God have no clue how they put Loki in any of this stuff, unless it's Dr. Strange, like Loki shows up again in Dr. Strange and multiverse of madness. That's the only place I feel like it could be. Yeah. In a lot of ways, I, I feel that uh, Doctor Strange is going to be the like reoccurring character throughout all of these movies. Uh, somewhat kind of like how uh, Nick Fury was uh, through a lot of like Phase Two and Three, um, where he'll like pop up at the end, and I don't know something fucking absurd will happen, and then the movie will end, right? Um, but you're right. I don't know, like. And here's the other thing too. If if Fantastic Four is the end of phase four and that's like the end of the Kang arc, I'm gonna be really upset. I hope the Kang arc is like all the way through like season five or, or phase five. Right? Like his his character should be able to last that long. And I hope in phase five we get like a young Avengers where we get like Iron Lad 
I think that would be incredible. Um, all the young Avengers will exist at that point, right? And so they would have to do something like that. That's how you bring the Avengers brand back into the movie world. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what the Fantastic... The Fantastic Four might just be like one of these movies ends and it's like the the crazy piano line, the like dun, dun, dun moment is them saying like, oh, it's his great, 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 great uh, granddad is Reed Richards. And then they like go somewhere and it's the fucking Fantastic Four people just hang it out. I don't know how they get to that point. I really have no idea how they get to the Fantastic Four. That's That's going to be a huge question for me is how they actually introduce that. But it's going to yeah. be related to Kang. Right, that's the only line right now that they have put in the entire MCU is that Kang exists. That's got to be a lineage, uh, the the line of the Richards family. There's no other way about it, unless they're going completely makes, off grounds from the comics. And it makes Fantastic Four instantly important. Yes, right? without say like you are immediately directly connected to the imminent threat to all of us. It immediately makes them look very very important from this point on. Yep. And so it's a good introduction to those characters. You know, everyone for the most part, I think, gets who they are. So I'm curious how they'll introduce them. If we're going to get an origin story, I don't. I hope, oh, man, don't. I hate origin stories. What a yeah. giant waste of time movies those are. But like, okay. Yeah, I, I hope we don't. Well, origin story. I feel like Marvel does origin stories well, just to talk on that uh, these days, because it's more world building than it is an origin story. Like they kind of put those two and two in the same movie. Um, but that being said, no idea what the fuck you do with a fantastic four. No idea what that movie looks like. Uh, That'll, that'll just be a absolutely bonkers thing, uh, in terms of how they do that. And I don't even know who the villain is for that. Like who is the initial fantastic four villain? Is it just straight up Kang at that point? Do they just go like straight to the end game for them? (laughs) And it's like, here's, we're going to bypass Dr. Doom. We're just going to go straight to Kang. But it is the end of phase four. I mean, like, it's the end of phase four. So even though we don't have a name for the movie, but I feel like it has to be, like, the culmination of of all of this stuff that's happening. Yeah. So it may not even be a Fantastic Four movie. It may just be the introduction to the Fantastic Four. It could be. In the last half. Who knows? It could be the Fantastic Four, like, you know, sewing up the multiverse. Why would they be the ones in charge of that? Maybe because that's what the maybe that's what Reed Richards' specialty is. Maybe that's how he gets multiverse sewing. Well, the 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 science of the multiverse, right? I mean, that's what his fucking grand 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 granddad or grandchild did, right? Like he's created a way to live outside of time and be outside of time. I know Uh, a lot of people in chat are talking about Doctor Doom, and I just want to say that's a Phase Five thing. Huge Doctor Doom fan. Excited for Doctor Doom, but Doctor Doom is also the bad guy who is like, he's not a bad guy. There are, he's, yeah, there's like a million other baddies, and Doctor Doom's the guy that's like always just kind of there, and he's like, I'm up to things, and you know, oh, you'll beat me this time, but I'll be back in a little bit. Like yeah. he's, I am he's also like, here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am also here. He's like super cool, but also like Doctor Doom at the end of the day is kind of like a little pathetic. But, like, in a fun way. Like, he's always up to shenanigans. But also, like, <laughs> you know, it's 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 not nearly... At, like, he's a bad guy who's like, well, I also don't want to, like... I'm trying to take over stuff. I'm not trying to, like, vaporize the planet. 
Yeah. And so I, I don't, you know, I think he's a fun villain to have as sort of like a, a, a through line through a lot of different things, but he, yeah, he's the, he's the perfect, like, I'll get you next time. Fantastic four. Like that's, He's super fun. That being so I can said, see that being a villain. Yeah. They they, they uh, Doctor Doom's fucking cool. <laughs> yes, he's cool as shit. He's super fun. He's fucking cool. Okay. I don't want to like he's downplay the him with Skeletor. your voice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's cool like as shit. a ton of fun. I love him. The problem is the problem is that every time we've seen Doctor Doom in the movies, he's always like in my next plan. Oh, he's been dog be shit just- in the movie. He's been yes, absolute like- fucking trash. Yeah. Make Doctor Doom as fun as Doctor Doom is. He looks cool. Yeah. He's odd. Like, he just wants to, like, be. Like, ironically, what they've done with Zemo is kind of Doctor Doomy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, well, it, it shows that they can actually do a Doctor Doom style character for sure. Yeah. 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 Which, if that's. Here, my, my pipe dream would be Fantastic Four does their movie and then the start of phase one is just a movie called like doom or something like that <laughs> right? just, doom. Like, just give Holy me a movie shit. that is just a solo doom. movie that's focused around doom right and have it be kind of like your your bad guy is a good guy that you root for type character right like i just that would be that'd be absolutely insane i want to know how they make his outfit that's another one of those things where like movies have always i hope they never show his face i would i hope we never love it if he was just like i'm in metal and i'm totally awesome that would be incredible i don't know i yeah that's that's there's a lot of bad at predicting what they do with the whole universe so i'm not even gonna try because i had this whole theory where i was like well in the comics wanda said no more mutants and kicked off extinction or whatever yeah I had this theory that her dome was going to explode or whatever, which I was partially right because it did make spectrum. It right. Did. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, Oh, it's going to create like in humans and mutants. And then there was like, Nope, just, just, you know, spectrum. And I was like, Oh, I had this whole, I had this worked out where I was like, and then we're going to get Miss Marvel and that'll explain why. Cause her, her dome or whatever is going to explode outwards and it's going to like create mutations. And that way they don't have to do the whole, where did mutants come from? And where did, where did humans come from? Cause who the heck cares? Like, are we really going to get into terrigen gas in these movies? No, we're not. They didn't we're not going to get into. Agents of shield had a shit ton of terrigen. Oh, I've never watched agents of shield. We got a is lot. Agents of shield still canon. No, no, I don't think so. There's no way. It oh, could so be. they don't have to get they don't have to get into the whole Terrigen thing. They can literally because they I mean, in the MCU, Wanda isn't a mutant. Right. Right. Like she's literally not a mutant. So I was like, I bet they're not going to do this whole. Oh, there's mutants and inhumans and all of that. I bet they're just going to do superpowered people. So I was like, well, what if like her dome like explodes or whatever? Or something happens and certain people like get powers. And I thought, okay, well, they already announced Miss Marvel. This is how that's going to go. But it, it didn't. So I, I would just like to say once in a while I have some good ideas, but they're never <laughs> the way that the MCU goes. Here, here's so. the thing. Me and Jesse aren't good at it as well. We just say the most crazy shit and then hope that we say enough crazy shit that we hope some of it comes true. That's really the secret, Bronze. Yeah. You just have to say I enough learned, yeah. stupid shit. Yeah. yeah, I learned that from all the guys who predict the world ends. 
You just keep saying the world's going to end. Eventually, one day, you will be right. You'll be right. Uh, yeah. I guess, like, for me, it's just I I haven't watched a lot of... If I don't if I don't like it, I don't watch it. Right. You know? Like, I never finished um, season two of Luke Cage because I really only liked the first season. Even, even that lost me, like, halfway through, but I still powered through. It was through. half of a great season, that first I season. I never watched Iron yeah. Fist. I started it and was like, no. Never watched what? I never finished... Iron Fist. Oh, Iron Fist. Yeah, I look. I, still, I started it. I still stand by that. We, just... we need to do a, a watch party of that. There's actually, I don't know if you guys saw this. There is a, um, there is an extension now that exists on Twitch that will let you uh, sync up with everyone watching on other things that aren't Amazon Prime, and it's all That's like cool DMC legal. So like we could do or DMCA legal. So like we could do a Netflix Iron Fist watch party, uh, potentially. Y'all are just gonna I, see me roast it the entire time. I was so look. I don't care. I'll get to see more. That show. Uh, I was like, this is dumb. Uh, whatever uh, the whatever her name is, the main character would, of Iron Fist. I would pay good money to watch Bronze. <laughs> Colleen lose, lose. Yeah, Colleen Wang. Yes. Yeah. To watch you lose your mind at that show would be truly a joy. Because I don't think I'd I be know. able to sit through it. I feel like I would stand up and walk away. There's moments of it where it's good, and then Danny Masterson or whatever the fuck shows up. <laughs> I don't the think that's Danny Master. I think that was the guy from that barefoot show. Danny Rand walks through New York City. I know you'd be like, nope, nope, I can't do this. I can't. The minute he's like, in the first I episode, <laughs> I trained with a dragon. You'd be like, nope, nope. <laughs> oh man! But then. I, after we watch that, we could watch the first Punisher. Episode. Okay, I like Punisher. I'm in I that. hated what little bit I saw of Iron Fist so much that I saw like a little clip from Comic Con, like I think it was that year, the next year. Yeah. And it had like a bu- a bunch of the Netflix actors lined up, and the camera like goes across the panel, yeah. and they're all like waving or whatever. And the actor who plays Iron Fist, whose name I can't even remember, is like punches the camera. And I was like, you're corny on camera. You're corny in real life. <laughs> this bitch really thinks he's Iron Fist. I hate this guy. And I was like, man, my dislike for that show has bled over into real life. As soon as he did his whole like whirl around and punch, I'm like, why couldn't you wa- wave or pose like any of the other actors? You think you're a special guy? Huh? You think you're fucking real life Iron Fist? <laughs> so mad. Oh, man. <laughs> I was oh like, yo, I need God. to chill. This show is making me very hateful. <laughs> I need to chill. Yeah. That was a It's all right. <laughs> there's some you get there's a dragon. You get to see a dragon. I really do Which, wonder what's going to happen in Shang-Chi, like if they're going to mention the Iron Fist. Like I really want to Yeah, see I was going to say it has to exist <clears throat> we, in some form. We've talked about dragons on the show, especially in Shang-Chi, and we've said numerous times Think Fang Foom would be dumb if he shows up like walking around. Oh, and he has like little tiny legs. And he's like, yeah. he waddles over. Like, I don't know if you can hear that, but oh, yeah, we can. That's we how can. he walks. Yeah, that's how he walks. I just I can't imagine that being in a movie. So there's no way. There's no. There's no way that's in this film. So whatever it is, it's going to be something aliens. We, we have, you know. Again, I mean, obviously, dragons are aliens. That is a fact. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. But, you know, he, his legs... <laughs> Fing, Fang, Foom, his legs move like he's a Scooby... He's Scooby-Doo running away from a monster. 
it's like like it's terrible it's it was never good it was never cool yeah yeah they got it they they have my permission to change the hell out of that go nuts yeah go nuts you will not hear anyone on the internet be like they've ruined dragons and marvel it'll never happen (laughs) it's true it's true uh we hadn't talked about this yet i was i was saving it till we discussed uh episode six a little bit more than we talked for almost two hours uh apparently if you play both episodes of loki and the wandavision finales the scene where wanda becomes the scarlet witch happens at the same time when he who remains hears the thunder realizing there's no turning back from the chaotic multiverse how would you i don't know if that's they complete timeline or if that's they mean like time of episodes time right? of episodes yeah I don't know if that's planned, but like that's a pretty kind of crazy coincidence if that's the case. It's kind of cool. Are you doing it? I mean, of course I'm doing it. <laughs> Here, I could just link you the highlight of someone already doing the work. Oh, someone did the work? Someone already was, did the but work. But like, yeah. I don't know that I trust. I don't know I even trust them. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, I'll take that link. I'm lazy, but like also. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The comment says he who remains drops something the same time that Agnes's falls. It's kind of an interesting thing, but I don't know that. I don't know if that's intentional. If, if that's actually intentional, then like they deserve a round of applause for that stuff. It'd be kind of crazy. Jesse, you're I, watching the footage. What are we? What are we saying? I can't. I, it says video not available. So I don't oh, know. it might have gotten DMCA stricken. I don't necessarily think it's that her becoming the Scarlet Witch is why he can't. Why they can't go back? I almost feel like that's them deciding they're going to kill him, no, thereby it's, bringing it's, the multiverse into effect. Thereby, I think. I, feel no, like no, no. There is I, I think what they're there. saying is the second mm. that they pass the threshold, everything's fucked. And that's why she becomes the Scarlet Witch. That's what they're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. I yeah. could see the... Re- okay, I could see the reverse being true. Yeah, that that, that was the catalyst for everything well, else. And one has to assume that her children are alive and well in another timeline. Or that they do exist in another timeline. Which might be her inevitable ascent to villainhood status. Because I think that is definitely coming. Yeah, at some point. I think uh, without yeah. that, she's just not interesting my opinion i just yeah. i feel like with that she's just infinitely more interesting yeah jesse you know so i I'm also didn't it. see it's all super... the maturation that everybody else said okay that's a different thing though because i could complain about <laughs> how wanda didn't learn anything all day long but sure so like it does seem at least in this clip to like sync up very very well um and it even has the the scene where, uh, you know, as he says, we just crossed the threshold. Agatha immediately then says afterwards, oh, God, you don't know what you've done. So I think it's like super interesting. Uh, boy, I feel like that is like a hyper coincidence rather than like Marvel specifically timed it. So someone would figure this Go, out. Well, also, like, how do you figure that out? Like who who really decides I'm gonna go watch 
WandaVision and Loki's final episode to see if they sync up. Right? Like, right. <laughs> who actually I mean, like, does it's that? super cool. It's very cool. It's, it's certainly... I, I don't necessarily think that anybody... It drew that link as like directly. I think it's more so we watch this thing once and then maybe in a couple weeks rewatch it. There are people that watch it and immediately oh, yeah. rewatch it. Yeah. And so if you start looking at the frame by frame folks, that crowd, they 100% would be like, isn't this around the same time an episode? Because that's, they know the timestamps, you know? Right. That's where their Twitter relevance comes from. Right. So. True. Um, there's two other like little Easter egg type deals. Uh, Kate Heron, who was the, uh, director for all the episodes, uh, confirmed that Jonathan major voiced all three of the timekeepers. And so that was him saying, um, well, one having the conversations in episode four, um, and also the, the see you Sue line, see you soon line was obviously like that was King saying the same thing. So that seems like it might be a, a general thread that Kings say if they are uh, taken out and then, what? so um, he was the guy who was like, and me too. I'm also here. That was him. That was him. Amazing. That was him. Yeah. Don't forget about the third guy. <laughs> you got, Oh, you got main guy and then mustache face. And then me. It's true. Third guy. <laughs> I'm equally evil as the other three and in no way less evil it's or true. cool. <laughs> third um, guy. <laughs> I'm yeah, not sure who Eric Martin is, uh, but I do know that he knows that uh, they shot a scene for the time theater in episode one of Loki where he is being pummeled by frog Thor, but it had to be cut to keep things moving. So that scene's that scene exists of, of Tom Hiddleston being beat up by frog Thor. I hope that somehow gets shown or leaked or, discussed somewhere down the line because that's out there it's out there maybe in the in the making of that comes out uh this week that might be there don't forget by the way i think it's already yeah i'm still just reeling from the fact that the last show we talked about on this show was falcon and winter soldier and commending mcu's ability to switch from Wanda to Falcon back to Loki, like universe impacting events to small scale to universe impacting. And that there's like, I don't know. And black widow, like, to, to, I don't know. I just feel like it's crazy. Like that. We went from like episode six of Loki to black widow. Like that's like, I understand that they happen in different places, of the timeline, but narratively or thematically to be able to do that is actually kind of impressive because I think like, in in general, they do a very good job of of switching of switching scale. Yeah, and I mean that's and what they're going to do for the next couple of movies, unimportant. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's some bitter jaded people that were like, "Oh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, it doesn't have a greater impact on the universe, so it doesn't matter." But I think like most of us can enjoy like a smaller scale story and then switch back to a something that's universe impact and then switch back to something small. Yeah, and I kind of, uh, yeah, I, I kind of like that. Unless it's in the movie Black Widow, in which case it was impossible for them to switch naturally between a, a family drama and then fighting on a flying space ship. 
castle uh, with fake cloud that creates clouds with fa- that creates fake clouds yeah i still can't i'm still upset about that last <laughs> half of that movie i'm still Dude, angry i like how can't get all over of it. us were i just love that all three of us were united in our belief that it was half of a good film i mean yeah. i i still yeah. enjoyed it yeah i said what i said during the episode i still enjoyed it but what am i did you see what i tweeted out this morning just do, do you know the subreddit shitty movie details Yes, yes. So there was a shitty movie details that had me rolling uh, this morning about Black Widow. Let's let me let me read it here. It says uh, in Black Widow 2021, the facility where Black Widow assassins are trained is called the Red Room because Red Room backwards is mortar. <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. It's so good. I just absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part about that Mortar. tweet is people are responding Mortar. to it and being like, well, that's kind of a stretch. Read the subreddit, man. What the fuck? Yes, that subreddit is purposefully yeah. terrible. Yeah, uh, it's really good. <clears throat> again, all I need to say is they were hidden above radar. There you go. That's true. That's all I need to say. They're it's true. above the radar. <laughs> They're above radar. You know. Yeah. We um, hid this base, me. the one place no one would ever look. Yeah. Up. It's great. Above the radar. So there's, <laughs> uh, there was one more little like Easter egg that I thought was kind of clever. Um, at the end of the episode, when Mobius and uh, B-51, I think that's her, her call sign. Um, when they're both watching the timelines branch, branch uh, like Mobius's tie is uh a little bit disheveled his buttons are unbuttoned on his uh collar and then the next time you see them about a minute later uh they're like completely up to snuff everything's super well groomed um and it's like clear indicators that we're not in the same universe anymore and then like obviously the next scene uh is when they start talking right but like they even went that far for the little details to like make sure that they're all proper and prim and like that stuff never right. happened to them it's 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 cool to see they're doing that stuff eventually we're going to see them slip up though right like there's no way that they can get a time ever since end game there's no way that they can figure out the proper way to like do a time uh a timey-wimey story without having some major issues but so far i think it's like pretty good so far we're there somewhat well before it was the reason why time travel is easy is because we're not doing movie time travel logic. We're right. like, if you go back in the past, you'd, it's literally like your past is your future. Your fu- like wherever you go, that's the future for you. Yeah. Like that's how time. And so it's, it, it, that seems much easier than time travel plus multiverse. Cause once you do that, then it's like, okay, well, your past is your present is also a side thing. And so there are multiple versions of the present, which is a past participle of the future variation true. of the universal you. And it's like, what did you just say? It's true. What? Thank you, Doc Brown. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Quantum death, everyone. Look it up. Get your mind blown. <laughs> Google quantum death on your free time. And you'll be like. Quantum death. Like your brain will leak through your ears. You'll be like, what? It's true. It's true. Uh, well, that ends uh, that ends the old Loki. I think uh, I think we'll wrap up season one MCU crew of of, of Loki there. Uh, I think we all uh, agree that was that was our favorite so far of the Disney Plus. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. hands down. Yeah. Bronze, you're in. You're so giving thumbs good. up. Okay. Yeah. Audio. We need the audio confirmation. Um, what are we doing next week? What? What's? Uh, what's? What? What is the? What do we? When does what if start? I think we should hear me out. Yeah. Start of the great rewatch of like all the Netflix shows starring with Daredevil. <clears throat> like like next we week maybe the first two episodes of Daredevil we can discuss. We don't have uh, relive the glory days. August eleventh is what if? So that's that's three weeks from now. Three shows from now. Uh, and then Shang-Chi is September 3rd, which is seven shows from now. So we've got some time. We've got some Didn't time. We also promise we'd rank. We did promise we would rank some stuff. Uh, uh, I feel like I need to rewatch a lot of stuff before I rank all of it. Well, that's why we have to go by like. We got to do one, phases. Then phase two. The yeah. problem is I feel like phase one is so easy for me. Phase I don't even need to rewatch very easy. I don't. Like, know. I can just very quickly be like, "Here's there. It's easy. This is." Done. We can do. Maybe we can do phase one and phase two next week. Maybe that's what we'll rank. Are we committed? Because I do think we also need to do a rewatch. Uh, I agree with what Bron said. I, as well. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I have to rewatch some of the phase one movies. I haven't because even when I go back and rewatch, I don't necessarily rewatch those. Hold on. Like it's been forever since I've seen Thor one. There's only six. In phase one. There's only six. There's Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, oh, First Incredible Avenger, and Hulk. Avengers. Wait, is that real? There's only okay. six? Yeah, there's only six. Seen... I haven't seen Incredible Hulk and Thor in a long time. Probably like three, four. Years. I mean, that's the only one where there might be a, a conversation, but I think phase one's pretty easy. It may be kept like... No, I, I think I could do that right now and not be, not have issues. Maybe, maybe we do it next. Bronze, do you want to, do you want to wait a week or so? You tell us. I'm down to watch. I'm look, I'm also down to watch uh, daredevil, but I don't know that we'll finish daredevil in time before what if comes out. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to, well, we, maybe we'll talk uh, off offline for scheduling purposes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I just don't know if everyone's recollection, maybe we need to have an episode devoted to Iron Man and talking about our favorite parts because Jesse thought that Tom Morello, <laughs> you know, like, we, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying maybe we're all a little fuzzy and don't have the best appreciation of stuff. I because, I have done you know? a, I've done four loops around the chronological rewatch. Uh, and the most recent one was midway through 2020. So I mean, oh, I guess so I could start another one. On it. <clears throat> I mean, you're, I, we you're could, yeah. On it. I'm a little fresher on on most people. Jesse, what you did? I'm just saying, maybe your recollection isn't as crystal clear as you thought. Maybe it's the kids who are the problem. Boom. Boom. You know, maybe I always quote Iron Man one when Stain is like the one line of Hindi Stain does. It's my favorite part when he goes. Tumhara surf ye tofahe. Sounds like Simlish. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound a little Simlish. It's but. so bad, but I love it. Tumhara surf ye tofahe. I'm like, yeah, you tell them more. It sounds like guy. they said something and then played it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll figure out <laughs> we'll figure out what the plan for next week is. 
Uh, but we're on a little bit of a show break because uh, What If doesn't start till August uh, 11th. And then uh, Shang-Chi is out on September 3rd. And then we've got a big break. That might be where we do some of the rewatch because September 3rd to November 5th is the break um, for the MCU. So wow. a little bit of a doozy there. A little bit of a doozy. That'll be there. our Daredevil stretch. Yeah. That's um, enough time the, to watch the, Daredevil. The Daredevil stretch. Unless they're planning to announce that like Miss Marvel is going to come out in like October or something, which I don't know. Maybe they could. But And then Hawkeye comes out in uh, late November with Spider-Man in December. I guess they could maybe do that timeline-wise. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. They've, they've probably got news to do. Uh, let's wrap up the show. We'll let you guys do some shout-outs. Bronze, where can people check you out? What do you got going on? Hi, hello. I'm that bronze girl. Um, you can find me on Twitch. I'm a full-time streamer. You can also find me on Twitter. I post my spicy takes everywhere. I've got a YouTube channel where I upload the D&D game IGM on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Check it out. And yesterday on stream, I beat Risk of Rain 2, including the final boss nice. on the ha-ha-ha-ha-ha difficulty. Nice. I'm a pretty cool person. Probably going to check out New World this week. There you go. That launches tomorrow. Good luck. Isn't it today? Maybe it's today. I don't know what I'm streaming today. I don't know. I thought it was the 20th. Anyways, Jesse. Yeah? I'm going to put you on the spot. You said yesterday you wanted to get into the advertising game about yourself. Please tell the people where they can check you out. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. My name is Jesse Cox. You can find me all over the internet. If you just Google Jesse Cox, there's so many places to look at and see this all up in your grill. But if you want to get more specific about it, check me out on twitch.tv slash Jesse Cox. It is the home of the one-time sub. If you want to get subscribed and help me achieve the greatest number of Twitch subscribers all collected in one place in the history of Twitch so I can rub it in the face of, I don't know, someone famous. That's our plan. One-time subscription. You'd be a fool not to take the deal. What a dummy you'd be if you chose not to. Then, youtube.com slash Cox. We got all sorts of stuff there. Fun videos and interesting little series and things that you can go look at. I know you'll love it. If you don't, piss off. And then, uh, yeah, hey, you can find me all over the place doing other things. Um, if you like video games, check out Monster Prom, wink, or check out uh, Max Gentleman, Sexy Business, wink, or check out future games coming out soon, wink. Uh, I'm everywhere, baby. And one day, uh, I will be Mr. That Bronze Guy. Can't wait. Very excited. <laughs> there you go. I just want to point out uh, to everyone, including Jesse, that uh, he just told you to Google Cox. So good luck with that. Uh, apparently, Jesse comes up if you Google Cox anywhere. So have fun Googling that. <laughs> Otherwise, it was 10 out of 10. Good job, Jesse. Keep it up. Proud Thanks, bud. I'm proud of you. Uh, <laughs> what do we got going on for me? We've got JPNN coming up. I have a very busy week. We've got like three sponsored streams happening between now and Friday. New POE League on Friday. Tomorrow we're doing, uh, I don't know if I could, it's like a, there's a popular Square Enix game potentially coming out soon that uh i'll be doing sponsored stream for uh thursday i'm going to be doing some figurine painting for a sponsored stream which i'm actually very nervous about because i actually have to paint something on stream and that that just doesn't sound good at all um but we'll figure it out we'll see how it goes 
Um, and then just a bunch of other stuff happening. So uh, if you want to check any of that out, feel free to come on by over at itme.jp or check out the YouTube video for more MCU episodes, or you can find us on podcast platforms everywhere. And uh, we do appreciate uh, our podcast listeners. Make sure to leave a review on whatever you're listening to. Spotify, iTunes, uh, podcast places. What else is out there? There's Spotify and iTunes. That's all I know. What other podcast platforms are there? Do you guys know any? I have, I have no clue. Is there a Zoom still? Does, does Zoom still have a podcast? No, that or that's Zoom is what I'm trying to say, not Zoom. I don't know if Zoom still Google, exists. Google um, Play. Google Play. That's one. There we go. It's accurate. That's true. Chad also just reminded me that Venom is out in September. Venom. Venom. <laughs> do we really do that at the same time? I don't know why you guys did that. That's, that's their Venom impression. Look forward to that. <laughs> and more. Don't worry, Eddie. He's a cookie monster. Yeah. Don't worry, Eddie. We eat lots of cookie together. Yeah. That'll be September for that. We'll definitely be watching it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for the MCU crew. Thank you so much for watching. We will see you next time. <laughs> Have a good rest of your week. We'll see you next Monday at noon Eastern or more. We're out of here. Bye-bye.